All right, let's do it live on a first Friday miracle edition of the Screaming Idiots show. Welcome back in, everybody. Hope you've had a good week. Preston, I'm surprised that you were able to get back in here because on the last episode with with Chris Hollywood, uh, Tyler Heidi said you're fired and he's taking your spot. So I thought we had got the locks changed. I thought we had got the locks changed, but everybody would miss me too much if that was the case. You know, you are a popular guy. You are a popular guy. So we decided to let you back in because your face is already on the shirt. Yeah, we spent too much money on the shirts. That is true. So, speaking of which, hey, if you want any shirts, reach out to us and let us know. Bro, I'm the ultimate plug. You know, I plug all the shit. Follow us on. the butt plug of the Screaming Idiots show. Follow us on Facebook. Can we get like three minutes into an episode without like something being gay? There needs to be. It's not even relief at the beginning, but comedic relief at the beginning of every show. <laughs> oh, I got really well. As far as this is into the show, it's about how long that any of us would ever last. So I mean, that's that's pretty accurate. So yeah, that's only round one. All right. <laughs> so, how the hell are you? So glad to have Preston back. He had some prior obligations last week, so glad to have him back. Um, I try to act busy, but really, I just had a date with friends it's all good it's all good you only missed the biggest guest we've ever had it's all cool it's all good it's, it's cool i love hearing the stories so it's uh again speaking of that uh, another thank you to to chris hollywood uh and and our friend tyler heidi for for uh coming back as well and, and getting that interview set up uh having a legitimate celebrity a legit rock star on the show is kind of uh like it might not be that for other viewer for the viewers or the listeners, but for us, it was like, a, oh, we made it type thing. Like, well, we we've been talking about how, um, you know, that's our goal. Yeah, is, it's to interview people like interview Chris, people like him. Mm-hmm. Now, without having done any kind of research prior to the episode, and me not knowing fucking people's names and not having really gotten into the Black Veil Brides very much. Um, back in the day like i really didn't know who i had invited to my garage <laughs> and then the stories start flowing i was like oh it's oh, happening i, I feel a it is out, happening. i feel a little yeah, out of it, my league to was, have these conversations it was it was intimidating at first <clears> and luckily i think i have good enough people skills that i was able to navigate it without too much uh Holy shit! I'm I'm talking to a, a legitimate rock star right now. I oh, mean, yeah. dude's like, yeah. Well, when I was living with Danny Warsnop, and I'm like, huh? Well, and then I was mo- I I got a call from Tim Lambesis, and I was modeling for his uh, his clothing line. I'm like, huh? <laughs> it was a lot talking about you know <laughs> how he's friends with you know Chris Motionless from Motionless and White, and I'm like, bro, this- <sighs> like I had to take a breath every now and then. So it was uh. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome, and I really hope that you guys enjoyed the episode. If you're just jumping into the show and, and you're listening to, to this episode, which is, I guess, the penultimate episode of Season 4, we'll have one more after this and have an awesome guest uh, for the season finale. Um, if you haven't checked Best out... season yet has to Oh, be. absolutely. I mean, my God, Jay and Steve, to Especially kick it off. because I wasn't eight. on the last show. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we'd had six motherfuckers on this couch. We'd well, have been sitting on I each other's laps. I'm like, dude, we'd turn into a Pornhub couch and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> this shit ain't fucking gonna work. It ain't gonna work. Oh, fucking shit. casting couch over That's here. what it is. We just Somebody got some, called it that already. We got some clean hey, from Sour look, Blood called look, that. Look, y'all, y'all, uh, y'all don't know what I do when you guys leave. That's all. Right. You know, well, there's always a different arrangement on the couch every time I come in here, so I I wonder. But 
Hey man, you got to pay the bills somehow. You got to pay as the long bills as they somehow. They don't look fat in the dress. Man. Don't look fat <laughs> in the dress. <laughs> don't them, be man. fat in the dress. <laughs> if you had too many bourbons, they might. We do tend to do that here on this show. So speaking of which, what are we drinking tonight, fellas? Uh, I, I'm. We're finishing off the Heaven's Door. What are you drinking? I got a regular bullet. That's just a classic. Yeah, can't go wrong good. with it. So when I finish this, that's what I'll be having. So um, I guess that's what I'll go for. Yeah. Again. It's solid. Uh, if you haven't listened to the Chris Hollywood episode, uh, make sure you go back one episode previous to this and check that out. Can't miss it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Best season ever. We just keep getting better and better. And it's, I think a lot of it has to do with the quality of people uh, that we get on this show. Just as, you know, in general, great human beings with great stories, great, um, uh, you know, journeys to talk about um musically personally and and so many listeners are able to relate to that and without our guests um as well as you listeners none of this would be possible this growth wouldn't be possible um so again thank you to each and every one of our guests thank you to each and every one of our listeners all across the country and all across the world you guys and gals are the best so yeah and i think i think there's as of late i've realized there's there's some interest building yeah you know i think so Oh, yeah, I think a lot of it comes from the consistency. Of us? It's, like our show? Yeah, yeah. It's ironic you said that because I watched a quick little fucking Facebook reel the other day, and I think it might have been Simon Sinek or whoever that guy is. Okay, I know who you're talking about. And he was talking about consistency. It was related to consistency, and, of course, he related it to working out, but he's like, you don't get the results you want know from working out for three and a half hours. I know you get the results that you want from working out for 30 minutes a day, every day. Right. And I, I think a big piece that we have, and I hope the listeners have noticed, is we have truly struck, and I know there's, especially on my end, already obligations that have been there, but we have truly strived for consistency with this show one because we enjoyed sitting down and having a drink and, and doing this but two is we want to put a quality product out there and that's that's been at the forefront of our minds this whole time yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely I, I did forget to mention I've, I've been trying to stay on this trend of mentioning the recording date as i mentioned it is a first friday which in Ohio, we call Wednesday, first Friday. Shout out, Bo Bishop. Shout out, Bo. So we are acting accordingly, hey. Mr. Bishop. It is Wednesday, <laughs> August 9th. So, again, just trying to keep with uh, letting everybody know what day we're actually recording. And you're like, what the hell? It's September 22nd. Why, why are they talking about this? That happened a month ago. Well, this is why. So, <laughs> but who wanna, yeah. Who want to give me a skinny? I got you. Ooh. I'm closer. <laughs> the closer. consistency piece. Close. The Neo song? Oh, Neo's my dog. Neo's in some shit right now. No, he's Damn, not. Damn, man. Neo's good. I love you, Neo. Neo's good. I'll stand with you, Neo. Stand with you, Neo. Um, what the? <laughs> Quit trying to cut your kid's dick off. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what we're talking about. Who the fuck is Neo? Um, he's a, he's a hip-hop. He's an R&B guy. R&B. Yeah. My favorite R&B artist of all time <laughs> is supposedly getting canceled right now for he's, saying- He's absolutely not, though. For- first regardless he he basically said quit trying to cut your kids dicks off yeah and he's halfway getting canceled or something i don't know well and 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 the one side's canceling yeah and the people trying to cancel him were probably still supporting that one fucking douchebag that admitted on a song that he was pissing on underage women like 
R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah that's the guy. He's Ooh. he's like a well documented piece of shit. So, but anyways, hey, <laughs> but they weren't trying are, to cancel him. Hey, ignition's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> ignition. <laughs> it's the remix of ignition. I'm hot and fresh out the kitchen. That is that is a banger. He's an absolute piece of shit. But if that comes on, I'm like, mm. I honestly, bro. Don't, what's man. his name? The uh. uh Return of the Mac. What the fuck's that guy's name? Oh shit! He you was a genuine piece fast. of shit too. But is that, he really? Oh yeah, my partner's been to prison more times than I don't know. But people still listen to anything produced by Suge Knight, and he's yeah. like killed Tupac. <laughs> shit, so. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, the you know the consistency piece. You know when we you know got on the schedule that we were able to get on after season two. We have stuck to that as far as mm-hmm. release dates and all that. Um, you know, so this is our next to last episode of season four. Then there'll be the last. Then there's a week break. And then the following week, so two weeks after the last episode of the season, is when the next season drops on Patreon, which if you're not a subscriber to Patreon and you want to get early access to it's each and every episode, heavy, it people. is, man. It is. We're getting more and more, and I'm super thankful for that. Uh, hop on that Patreon. Search the Screaming Idiot Show. Um the you know that that two week period after or second week after the last episode of the previous season airs it all comes out on Patreon and then in another week we start the general release and we have stuck to that the only changes we made is and that was my decision I moved release dates from Friday back to Wednesday and I saw what I wanted to see which was a bump in downloads because it makes and we'll get to music very soon folks don't worry. But we're just talking well, a little bit. We want you to be a stuff. part of our thought process. Yeah, absolutely, with us, absolutely. You know? So, like, think you as the listener or the viewer sitting out there. When you think about Friday, yes, you know, most of us still have to work on Friday. Some of us work on Saturday, Sundays. But if you think of a traditional work week, Friday is kind of the day where you're just trying to get shit done, grind it out, and be done for the weekend, right? Or yep. it's a little more relaxed, and you're focused. If you're like us, you're focused, focused on, on your new family music, or new music. New yeah, music new music. That day. You're not listening say, to that's podcasts another thing. as much. We can't be competing with Polaris. No, no. Monuments no. learned that, taught us that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and I, I and I believe this has been explained before, but the whole thought process in the Patreon side of things and the way we have structured the release of this podcast is, you all probably watch Netflix. Yep. You all probably binge watch seasons of your favorite show. I'm back on American Horror Story now. Okay, I don't watch TV, but some people, you know, they they binge watch, watch like you had said, sports on TV. I watch YouTube and fucking sports, and that's about it. But the thought process was, if you enjoy this enough, and if if we do a good enough job, you're going to want to binge these conversations and these episodes that we have. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that is the case. Um, and for a few that it has been, and just so, so you guys understand the, our thought process and how we're wanting to build this show yeah. to where if it seems a little unorthodox in release dates and stuff like that, you know why. Yeah, absolutely. And the whole Wednesday thing, when I, when I, and I actually did a poll back when I still had the, the pages and shout out to Tyler cause he the, came up with that idea, right? The release schedule is his yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, when when I ran that poll on our then Twitter page, and I, I did like a range of Monday to Tuesday, Wednesday to Thursday, Friday to Sunday, and the the majority of of votes was for that Wednesday to Thursday range. And then I started thinking about what days of the week do my favorite pods release that only do once a week releases, mm-hmm. and they're Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. 
That's what all of my. I'm like, okay, none of them are Friday, except like Bishop and Friends, like the yeah, yeah, that, that's every a, day a daily or, show. Yeah, yeah, all of my fit, and that's a radio show for those who don't know. So they're on the radio every day, and their podcast comes out every day. So I thought, well, that makes sense because that's the middle of the work week. You're grinding through work. Something to, there's there's typically not new music getting released on a Wednesday. You're trying to grind through your week. It's a little bit of an escape. And if we can provide yeah. that escape in the middle on on hump day on on first Friday as we call it here, yep. to get you through that that get over the hump and get you yep. closer to the weekend, that's that's what I hope that we're able to do. So, yep. and Tyler, do you like have anything to add to it. that? Well, and and we're big fans of Pat McAfee's show. Yes, and he talks about on his show like our goal from the get go with this was to be that. Which his show is what three hours, but I think so. Is yeah. to be that escape. Hey, we have from, some three hour shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is to be that escape from the normal mundane day to day shit, you know. And yep, he's done a great job, but with that, absolutely. Um, and so many others have, um, but that that's been the goal all yeah. along. Tyler? Yeah, I think I think for me the the big influence for that idea was just just myself i dread dread starting a new series because as soon as i start it i gotta get to the end yeah i gotta get all the way through it and i gotta finish that shit That's and then tv yeah, it'll do it to you because <laughs> I, yeah. I get sucked in on tv oh, dude, shows, I, get, I get so bro, fucking i got lazy. sucked back in on a, a show i've seen two or three times before yep. so yeah and it's it's like i know that i'm not the only person out there that's like that otherwise netflix wouldn't have started yep. doing things the way they do it and you know kyler and i was having a conversation around you know the potential of starting a patreon and and how would we get people there and i was like well we we don't have enough time to record stuff to put out on i you know apple podcast and then a bunch of separate stuff for patreon to get people interested in that and i don't think it's right to like just take snippets and put uh -huh. it out to the public and you only get the full episode if yeah, you subscribe yeah no cuz we're not we're not chasing a bag so it's like let's let's just take advantage of the 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 weakness of people <laughs> <laughs> you listen welcome, to one episode and you get hooked it's but like hey, i kind of want to listen to the rest we, of the we season. are the reason that idea came to fruition is cuz we're that those weak yeah, people I'm weak yeah. as fuck that when i catch on to something that i'm like wow i really fucking love this i need more and i need yeah. more now i'm going to do whatever it takes to get more now Bro, it's like, think we don't have to think of it in terms of a, a bingeable show. Do you know how fucking juiced Preston and I are for football season to start? Oh, my and God. And once it starts, I don't care how my shitty the games are, I'm watching it. It's on. Yep. I'm watching the game. College, NFL, don't matter. I'm watching it, and I'm locked in. So I want more and more and more, and that's why I love that there's there's literally football on basically every day of the week because I can for the for the entire fall and into winter time I can watch football every day. Yep. So it doesn't just apply to TV shows, and in this format, it's a podcast. So it's all it's all tapping into that instantaneous society of I love this, I need more of it, and I need more of it now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I would say the other the other piece of it was trying to figure out how to be consistent because that first season, as we were just getting a feel for things, it was like if we want to release this every Friday, then we got to try to get in here early in the week so that we can record it. Mm. And get the video. I got to make sure that I can mix the audio, 
with enough time for Kyler to do the video and have it ready for Friday. Yeah, and that was just a lot on us as they were not doing this full time. We would not be able (laughs) Mm -hmm. to release episodes consistently with that kind of format. Whereas this, it's like yeah, and trying to plan on a fucking Wednesday. Yeah, imagine trying to line up the caliber of guests that we have if we were still doing it that way. Yeah, we wouldn't you be know, able to there's do no it. way that we would be able to get right. Chris Hollywood on a week's notice, or yeah. you know, our, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say who our next guest is, but you guys will really enjoy, um, you know, somebody like that. Trying to get somebody like that yep. lined up in a week's notice, it took us a while to get that set up just because of conflicting schedules. I mean, it's taken a month to get that lined yeah, up. Yeah, and it, it all goes back to, I mean, these are several conversations we've had on this show, but it, it yeah. kind of reminds it, me of the conversation we had with Brad and Justin about um, the advice they had give. They were given local artists and stuff and is, we're not trying to skimp anything here. No. Like, we're, we're, we're as much as we can, we're all in on this thing. And we're trying to do it the best we possibly can, as structured as we possibly can. Of course, things come up. Sure. But it's, I mean, we're we're trying to build something here. Yeah, people, yeah absolutely. You know? And we're, we we want all of you on this train with us, so we can we can continue to build this platform, and we get more Chris Hollywoods in here. Yep. You know what I mean? That's the that's the goal. And and we never and you'll we'll get to this later in the show. We're never going to lose our love and focus on local music. Because mm-hmm. I got a local band to talk, or not not local to us, but an up and coming band. Um, you know, we we never want to lose that at all. So it's not like we're going to get away from interviewing local bands or things like that. But the more high profile musicians and music industry folks that we can get on here, the more this train gets steam. The more steam this train gets, I mean, and it reaches more ears and more people jump on board, and we become that release for more and more and more people. That escape, as Preston refers to all the, uh, all the time, and that's the perfect way to put it. We want to be that escape, that related. We want to be family with the rest of the metalheads out there. So and reach out to us because everyone yeah, that has, we, we like, want y'all to reach out. I'm not stuck up. No, but no. I do. I do want to bring that binge factor back to music real quick. Absolutely. Uh oh. Stop releasing half your fucking album. Thank you. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah. Fucking, fucking holding absence. Come on, y'all. I yeah, love y'all, but I it's too. Great up. music. Like, I just, I, I just want the whole album. Just give me the whole fucking uh, I will, I will subscribe to your Patreon. Movements. Movements, what are you doing? What are you I doing? I love you. I love you. Uh, but I hate you. Stop it. I'm yeah. going to be sick of those five songs before it's, the rest of the album drops, and then I'm not going to enjoy listening listen, through the I, album. I won't listen to the album. I yeah. think the absolute... I, I mean, I will, but you know what I mean. I think the absolute maximum number of singles for an album, and it, again, it depends on songs on the record, is three. Three, yes. That is the absolute maximum. If it's ten maximum. or more songs. If it's a 20-song album, five three. songs, that's cool, bro. Five's yeah. cool on a 20. Yeah, that's <laughs> but fair. We're, we're, but what ain't are nobody we, doing that. But what bro. are we seeing, except for Post, I think his was 17, but I think, what are we seeing, 10 to 15 right in now? In metal, yeah. in metal. In yeah. country, it's like 30. So. Yeah, it's weird right now. Well, yeah, like, just, but like, if you think about Morgan Wallen, I think he only released like three or four singles off a 30-song record. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Which, it was like... Imagine the hype that brought. Bro, when his album dropped, I was in Florida at the time. I was on vacation. Yeah. I was down at my in-laws' house in Florida. And that album dropped the second our plane landed in Florida. 
that whole week I listened to that whole because it was like it took me the whole week to get through the whole album because there was thirty <laughs> fucking songs. Yeah, and they're all bangers. Yeah, they were. But good. I'm like, oh my yep. god, you know. So, but yeah, metal. It's ten to fifteen max. Which but is then perfect you have to me. talk about think okay so you sent that's that uh bleed bleed uh from within yeah song coming out they're doing a deluxe record yep you see a lot of that in metal ne- right Devil now Wars Prada did it yep. a few Era. months ago Era Era did, did it, it. bullet did it Prada. with their newest album uh who else um, i see almost every album out there now has a deluxe version and it's usually another three to four songs yeah, that three three f- didn't make the original Killswitch cut did it on Killswitch did it. yeah atonement yeah. side b yeah, yeah. So it's mm. there's been a lot yep. of that lately, and no I, devotions a jam. Oh, that whole mm. fucking atonement record is no insane. Devil. So, my, Sorry, I'm I I you like, dude. I do it all the time. Shut up, Andy! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you did oh, that. Oh, hold on! So oh, glad I can't you talk about that. it. Hey, I, I'm a simp. I was. Did you get mean too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he sent that to you guys. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, bro, and you know what I said back to him when he sent me that? <laughs> Shut up, man! <laughs> I fucking love it. Tell him what the meme is. So, Tyler Heidi, Tyler Heidi, shout out Tyler. <laughs> oh, I got so fucking hyped this morning. He said that. And I was like, yeah. He said, I'm literally taking a shit. So and my Tyler, kids are like, what is, what is going on, Dad? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> so, Tyler had sent a meme this morning, and it's becoming a point with Tyler, and I'm loving it that he. He either asks me for new music in the morning when he's on like his morning drive, or um, it's just kind of a thing now where he, you know we're sending music back and forth. Well, he sends a meme this morning, and the the top of it says, "Yeah, I'm a simp," and it's got S I M P beside it, and it says, "Super into my own prison," <laughs> and then performed by Creed off their six time platinum debut album of the same name. <laughs> I laughed so hard I thought I was going to throw up. I fucking lost my... I'm so glad he sent it to you guys, too. Oh, I thought yeah. he just sent it to me because I'm the one that's always dying. singing it. But, God damn. I was dying. Oh, bro. fuck. I fucking love Creed, and they're back together. Let's go. Absolute fucking legends. And Scott Stapp, we trust. And I don't even remember what the fuck Stapp we were just we talking trust. about. What were we uh, just talking we, about? Uh, about? Movements and holding absence. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, deluxe five. records. Well, yeah, and, we we switched to yeah. Deluxe. I mean, yeah. I don't hate the deluxe record thing, um, but I do. I'm with you. I've always been with you guys on the stop releasing half the album as singles, bro. It just Currents did it. Kills or no, it, no, bro. no, no. No, they didn't. They only put three singles. So out. alone, remember me and vengeance. Vengeance. The that's death it. we seek. I know that's the album name. Wasn't that a song? No. Well, it's a song, but it's not. The, it wasn't released. No, okay. it was just okay. The three singles. But there are so many bands that Azalei Dine did it on their record. They put out several, and I'm like, and but I'm they, sure them, I kind of get it because they'd been gone for so yeah. long, and they were dropping this long ass record, and they were building the hype. So I kind of, I kind of don't hate it as much in that sense. But the like Polaris is doing three singles. That's it for their new record for Fatalism. They do That's everything great. perfect. Bro. That's great. That's They're fantastic. Perfect. Three and it's eleven song record. I eleven, believe. yep. So three singles, fans, perfect. perfect, perfect. So and they'll probably so it's it's August 9th now. Nightmare's been out for what two weeks? So I would say I would say end the of week August before it drops. I would say yeah, end of August, one. first week of September. Yep. So they'll well, probably drop September the, one is when it 
drop. Oh, is it September yeah. 1? Holy shit, we're that close? We're that close. Fuck. Yeah, I meant to send that in a text yeah. message For to some reason, yesterday. I thought it was September 11. So when are we going to get yeah, a, a new single? I would that. say uh, the I week before it drops. Two weeks? Two and a half weeks? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Because I think there was a month between Inhumane and Nightmare. So there should be another month. Yeah, because I remember the death Nightmare of me. It was Masochist first, then Landmine. Yep, and then, then Hypermania. Hypermania. And it felt like it was a big gap in between. I ain't gonna lie, man. When Landmine came out, bro, it yeah, sounds like a fucking a shotgun on game that song changer, going bro. Off, bro, I, I lost my cool. <laughs> and Vagabonds better than all three of them. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, Vagabonds is jam. So it's pretty for rain. Yeah, Look, I, just, I came to a realization oh. today. You had uh, mentioned the other day about uh, Sleep Tokens rain. Um, oh, that, I was going to say that's my hot take, take for tonight. And so don't I talk was, about my hot take. But I yeah. was listening to some Boys of Fall today, and they mm-hmm. have a song on that album, Rain, that I absolutely love. That whole yep. album is just... Wow. And I think all great metal bands... Have a song called Rain. ...have to have a song called Rain, and it Creed has, has to... One. It has to literally change your life. Creed has a song called Rain. They do. I feel it's gonna rain like this for days. So let it come down and wash everything away. I hope that tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Look at me. (laughs) Yeah. No, Scotty. You're, you're right. I think every <laughs> successful metal band has... Rain, Dude, gravity. So issues. Yeah, that's a jam. Why the hell is it yeah. raining so much? Yeah, yeah that song is vibey that's as hell. jam. Yep. Yes, so, so many, many metal song, or metal bands have a song called Gravity. That's another Gravity's one. Gravity's one. Yeah. Gravity's another one, which, let's be honest, I think that Novelist has the best yes, gravity. Yes, Novelist has the oh, best gravity. God. Wage, Wage has, Wars is good. Papa Roach has a song called Gravity. Wage, Wage Wars Gravity is good. Um, Papa Roach. I was listening I didn't know that. to, I didn't know, to I didn't Novelist know today. You did say you were listening to Ooh, Novelist today. And I have to say, Novelist is one of these bands that, for some reason, I don't revisit too frequently i don't either because when i do i'm just like oh bro it's just so tasteful it's just but i I came to the realization that like they are i got there's no guitar wise like musically please don't hit on my hot take fuck you which one Uh, you sparked one for me musically they are were were they are top were World. Top like five metal bands oh, out there, bro. Yeah, absolutely, me and Kyler were Dude. fucking <laughs> obsessed for about three and a half. And I don't years. think we I, we we have talked about them, but nah, like, about five probably. They Brother, they it are. Time. It was them and issues. That was it. Yeah, it was. That's all there was. Oh, dude, they it was because so it was bef- amazing before we discovered Polaris. Yes, because Jeremy had told us about Novelist. Yep. With Periphery. Jeremy also told us about. After the burial, Dayseeker. Yep, yep. Like there was so many, and back then Dayseeker was still metalcore. Yeah, it was like the world was quiet and all those. No, songs. no, no. It was before that. It was Pleasant vultures Road. and okay, yeah, yep. okay. So yeah, I, I, I don't think novelist really gets talked about enough. Well, when Mateo well, there's a left, reason why. Yep. Yeah. So when when their frontman left and joined a band or started a band, whichever one called Salem. Salem yep. Um, 
they brought a new guy in and their sound changed to Alaska. more the, the front man from Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and he lasted a whole year, I think. <laughs> he lasted a whole year maybe. Maybe it, two. It wasn't he wasn't bad to no. me. He wasn't bad. His vocals it just, were really it good. Wasn't it wasn't Mateo. Man. It wasn't Mateo. And Flo um, and the rest of the guys, yeah. And the fact that he But Flo's solos I think were just as good <clears throat> on the new shit as compared to the old shit. Stop. Not Stop. The, no. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay, 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 okay. I got you. I got you. Got you. But hey, 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 hey. Here's my question. If you think about discography, let's think about total discography. Novelist versus. Um, uh, oh. Before we get into that, okay. I think you had. Oh, shit. Did I cut you off? I'm, well, no, no, you're, you're good. I just. You were talking, and I, I don't want to take it away from him, but you're about to hit on a great point. No, too. I just. I. I, I, I love that <clears throat> their vocalist, when he's doing his clean vocals, the M Mateo, right? Yep, Mateo. Um, that's metal as fuck. Um, he doesn't try to be something he's not. No. And I, I find that there's so many, so many bands out there where, like, the lead vocalist is trying to be something that they're not, trying to sing outside of their range to a point where like you see them live you and they just you, you know they can't really do that event yes 100 percent. considering when we seen them live well and i have you heard, can tell listening to the I have record heard he that he stepped in. yeah even the newest record which i'm going to hit on here later on um i see what you mean yeah like you can tell in the studio, he was he, he was pushing he was his boundaries. Yeah, yeah, which is good. All oh, boundaries. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but go. like, uh, I, I love that factor. But I love that there's still the screams in there. It is kind of like typical metalcore in the sense that it's but like one have some scream. Jazzy parts, bro. But bro, they got a saxophone in the yeah. song. Musically, bro. So oh, tasteful. they're so fucking elite. Yep. Yeah. They're we're, uh, we're <laughs> listen, everybody on their their Twitter when they announced that dude from Alaskan had had or Alaska left. had left, everybody's like, I know a guy. I know a guy. Yep. Hey, there's a guy out there named Mateo. Hey, they're like, yep. bring Mateo back. Listen, here is my official petition yep. to bring Mateo back. So were you you were about I, to hit I on was. I was well. curious if you think about total discography start to finish. Mm. Landmark, both French bands, Landmarks versus Novelists. Which one are you? And we might have done this before. I, I can't remember. No, about we, it. I think we had mentioned Landmarks uh, in relation to somebody else, but it wasn't. I think we were talking about if Landmarks were to be on a show with Norma Jean and somebody else, I think is what it was. Maybe. I don't yeah. know that we went too deep, but if you had to pick... Between <sighs> landmarks and novelists, which you one would you think I'm crazy? Novelist. You're go no, you're gonna pick landmarks, aren't you? Because the last one or two albums for novelists just killed Bro, Lost in me. a Wave was. Oh my god, that's you know the Rocket Lost in a Wave, right? Yeah, that's the song that you thought yeah. was a hard rock song, and then it went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you'll I'll never forget that moment. I'd I pick, was not prepared for it. I'd pick landmarks too. Yeah. <clears throat> And Bro, their last deluxe fucking album it's a tough, is legit. It's tough because of you mentioned how obsessed we were mm. with with novelists. But I remember when Lost in a Wave dropped, I was actually working for Sunrise. I was trucking fertilizer at the time. So I'm in a semi. 
15, 16 hours a day, seven days a week when that album dropped. And I had that bitch on repeat. And I wanted to drive a fucking 18-ton mm-hmm. <laughs> truck through a goddamn building because it just <gasps> made me feel sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so He has... That's a good point to touch on that could probably be pushed later into the show that I don't want to keep adding topics to what we have, but it is so important for a metal band. The A reason metal some metal bands stand out to me is when the front man has an identity. And what oh, I mean yeah. by that, landmarks, do you know who he is. Yep. He mm-hmm. has so much confidence and swag. I I'll hate to use the word swag. I, I'm terrible at names. Um, but I don't I either, but Greyhaven singer. Chris it's just from Like, like Miles to Flames, Yeah, bro. it's like mm. they are, not that they're the face of the band, but there, there's a certain identity that comes with it. Chris, motionless. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just Jamie. so important. Jamie, Jamie, yes. It's so important, Listen, man. there's a couple things that you need to remember when you listen to the show. There's there's a couple things, right? One is a man has to know when he's wrong, and a man has to, uh, you know, know know his his limitations. limitations. Don't be fat in the dress, and if you don't bounce, (laughs) Chris will find you. Chris will find you. (laughs) Absolutely. And if, I hope if, he listens to one of our I episodes. Do too. If I you do, do just, play he guitar, just shows up to the garage like I know you didn't bounce at that last show, bitch. <laughs> if, and I've seen if, y'all in your goofy ass shirts. You do play y'all guitar. weren't bouncing. Jesus. <laughs> if you do play a guitar or you do play a piano or anything that has real notes, you have to make sure you are able to play the notes BDSM. You have to. You have to. Yep. That's a new, that's a new, t- we need to just come up with a new tune. BDSM. Hashtag BDSM. <laughs> yeah. Like you got dad gad. Yep. Going out BDSM, bro. <laughs> We're going to tune Tyler's bass to BDSM. <laughs> yes. What's S&M? You'll find out. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that new, new. It's that new, new. It's that porn song. <laughs> it's that, sh- it's that shit I'm going to slap you around with. <laughs> and if you don't bounce. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm telling you, there's certain things on this show that that listeners will like message me or us on on social media and be like they're cracking up about, and I can't wait for people to go through season four and hear the if if you don't bounce, Chris will find you and the don't be fat in the dress yeah. thing. And, and remember, what we mean by don't be fat in the dress is don't fuck it up. Okay, don't release five singles off a ten song yes. record. Boom. Don't Stop be fat in the that. dress. Okay. Don't be fat in a dress. So, so would you? Did you say novelist? Would you yeah. pick novelist? At all? Okay, that's fair. Well, did Listen, you? There, have you listened to the last album? I have. There novelist is, Fr. Yeah. Once that changed. Okay. They they changed the name. I didn't, the I didn't love it. There. Oh, okay. I didn't love it, but uh, it's not horrible. Everything. Dude, there's so many bands that do that. Think about like Kablai Khan, Kablai Khan, TX. Like they're from Texas. Oh, I like, didn't so know that's, that's at the end of their Kabot, name. Kablai okay. TX is what their name is officially. Currents is Twitter is Current CT Connecticut. Like that's there's a right. lot yeah, of bands that's true. That, yeah. that do that. Like yep. we want you to fucking know who where we're from. Which oh, I hey cool. man, I'd cool be repping shit. my shit too, oh, man. Yeah. So this is this is what I have from Novelist on Rocket Brain. I'm so fucking uh, souvenirs. Stank face immediately. Which is Souvenirs what is I fucking incredible. Bro. I listened oh, to that album bro. twice. Oh, uh, that's today. the one. 
And then uh, I have Noir. Yeah. Noir, yes. How about I haven't listened Deep to Blue? that as much. But Stranger then uh, the C C S Levi. Yep. Yep. However the fuck you Five twelve AM if you want to slow it down a bit. On Treas. Oh on Terrace. On Oh. Anataris. Anataris. Or, yeah, something like that. Uh, but I, I do shit. I do have a band later on. That's I going to relate to one of my hot takes later. Uh, so perfect. So before we get into all that, I oh, do. I, I, we just did we cut you off just now? You're no, you're fine. Okay. Uh, just just a a band I want to bring up. You know who they are. You've been listening to them too. But uh, I don't think we've really talked about them on this show much. But um, let's let's continue. You got that safe, so you know who you need to talk about. Yep, I'm talking about them. If it's the same fucking okay. damn world. Well, I'm. Uh, I talked about this in the chat today, and you got pissed off at me, and I, I said cry about it. So, mm. um, what was uh, the response? Did you like that? <laughs> did you see? Did you see our uh, the story I put on our Facebook and Instagrams today? Uh uh-uh. uh You did. Oh, bro, check it, bro. It's the perfect. F- get it's on perfect. our fucking. Get on our fucking Facebook or Instagram and look at the story I put on there. Right now, right now, Raggy, raggy, retard. Oh fuck! I said the R word on the podcast. View story, sound, sound. We're gonna get fucking copyrighted. No, it's all good. So I sent I sent this topic in the group chat today. And I'll get to it in just a second, but it pissed Tyler off because he doesn't like picking, right? He doesn't like picking and choosing shit. Wait, 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 wait. So I, hold on. Wait, just wait. So I sent this topic in the chat, and Tyler's like, God damn it, I hate picking. And I said, I said, cry about it. And he sent the infamous song Distance by Boys of Fall that we've talked about so many times on this show. Life changing. So I I saw a meme on Facebook of a dude laying in like a flooded street on his back in the rain drinking a beer. And I instantly thought, wow, that's how I feel when I listen to Distance. So I took that picture and put POV, you're listening to Distance, on our fucking story <laughs> with the song. And Tyler was just losing his shit to that. Well, so. and I'll tell you what, the slight serious note, but also a, a comedic note. <clears throat> I wasn't in the greatest headspace last week, and I swear if I'd have, if that song would have came on shuffle, it would have saved my fucking life, bro. It never came on for you. It never came on. Damn, I'm, distance always shows up when I need I it know, to. I'm, That's I weird. Need, it needs to come in the clutch for me. So, yeah. so <sighs> when you think about, and I did a TikTok on this today. So anybody that follows us on TikTok's already seen this. Um, and by the time you listen to this, this tick, that TikTok will be a month old. But anyways, I saw a guy asking Metalheads who would they put on their, on, on their, on their Mount Rushmore of metal. Mm. So four bands when you think about the Mount Rushmore of metal. And Tyler hates picking people. Preston probably hasn't even thought about it. You're so correct. So I'm going to go through mine real quick. And, All right, time and, out. And, and to verify, this is our own Mount Rushmore, or this is like what we think Mount Rushmore you'll, metal is? You'll get your answer to that when I go through mine. Okay, okay. So time out. Is it, are, are we going to dive more into like subgenre and say like. Doesn't matter. 
metal. No, don't matter. What you metal. consider metal, 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 a form of metal, and you'll get it when I go through mine. So when I when I think about the Mount Rushmore metal, four bands to put on the Mount Rushmore metal. Number one is the most obvious, right? It's Metallica. Okay, so love them, hate them, somewhere in between. It doesn't matter. No one can deny that they are the most successful and biggest metal band of all time and arguably the most influential behind maybe Black Sabbath, but 90% of the bands that you listen to today would not exist if it wasn't for Metallica. So that that, 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 that spot goes without saying. In my number two slot, and this is in necess- not necessarily, oh, yeah, I guess it is in order, but so Metallica is George Washington. Okay. We'll just, okay. okay. In my two slot, my Abraham Lincoln <clears throat> is... And I don't know if that's the actual order, but I'm just saying. My number two slot's Pantera. <clears throat> mm. Pantera is not one of my all-time favorite metal bands. I love Pantera, but they're not one of my all-time favorites. But Pantera absolutely threw metal on its back and carried it in the 90s when grunge was mm. taking the world by storm. And Pantera had a guy named Dimebag Daryl. So we all know pretty fucking influential guitar player. A lot of people that play guitar today are big dime fans. So their music carrying metal through the nineties is huge because without them in 91, 93, you know, dropping all these albums that were super, super heavy, super metal in your face, pissed off. Fuck you. When Kurt Cobain's talking about something smells like teen spirit. So they were kind of carrying the flag for that in the nineties. Here's where I start to get controversial, my three and my four. In my number three slot, As I Lay Dying. Mm. And when I think about metalcore in the early 2000s and what really rocketed that shit off into mainstream popularity and influenced a lot of bands, I think about As I Lay Dying because I think about Shadows Are Security, which we've talked about so many times on this show, is arguably the most influential metalcore album of all time. Um, you had a lot probably of bands. Probably is Nick Nocturnal just did a video on it. It probably it, is. it probably is. So in my opinion, it, it is. But I try to stay subjective here. So when you talk about 2005 being the the fucking year for metalcore, Shadows Are Security was the best album to come out in 2005. So those guys carried the carried the metalcore flag in the early 2000s and stayed stayed true to the original metalcore roots and stayed heavy and were super innovative um, and doing things different than Bullet, doing things different than Kill Switch, doing things different than All the Remains. They were different than all of them. They stood out. They were a, a, lion, a, a lion king amongst lionesses, if that makes any sense at all. In my four slot, I have a day to remember. Oh. So, like I said, when I get to three and four is where I get controversial. So, when we we've t- we we went in depth on a day to remember uh, a few episodes back, and and that was on uh, season three. So, a day to remember when I think about them, and I think about late two thousands, early two thousand tens. We talked about how a day to remember did such a great job of blending so many genres together and bringing millions of new fans into the metal genre that were pop fans, that were punk fans, that were emo fans. They brought them all together under this one umbrella because they were so good at blending all of those styles and putting them into one song so perfectly. And the fact that they were able to do that and still sustain success to this day, as well as their span of influence, in my opinion, and again, A Day to Remember is not one of my all-time favorite bands. 
I only have two that are my all-time favorites in my Mount Rushmore. But I'm being subjective, and I'm thinking about most important metal bands. A Day to Remember deserves a spot on my Mount Rushmore because of what they have done for the genre in growing it. And that shit cannot be denied. So my my Mount Rushmore of metal is Metallica, Pantera, As LA Dying, and A Day to Remember. Do you kind of get what... what what we're I going do. for here. I do. I it really it. Made you, makes you think now, though, That's doesn't awesome. it? That's awesome. Because it's... it's and, and the thing is, is, if I did a Mount Rushmore of like my personal favorite metal bands... It'd be different. It'd be completely that's different. What, and that's what I was it'd trying to decipher. It'd be completely different. Yeah. But in all honesty, I probably still would have had Metallica and mm-hmm. Azalea dying. Mm-hmm. But I probably would have probably would have thrown Bullet and Polaris in there, too. Yeah. I know I would have thrown Polaris in there, yeah. but probably Bullet, too. Yeah. So that would probably... If I was doing a personal, it would be Metallica... Azalea Dying, Bullet, and Polaris. So, but, like I said, in the sense of, hey, being completely neutral, subjective, I think about the four most important bands to this genre. And I went four different decades, yeah, right? basically. Yeah. I went the 80s, Which is 90s. a good way to go about yeah, it. Yeah, the 80s, 90s, <clears throat> 2000s, and 2010s. Yep. So. And, and and anybody that watches this on YouTube, please, <laughs> please comment. Yes, yeah, I want to know on, what you guys yeah, think. Yeah, we want to know who your Mount Rushmore of metal is. Preston, good call out. Please yeah. leave us a comment. Uh, let us know who's because on your Because there's probably bands we guaranteed, didn't think guaranteed. of. And I took some time before I made yeah. that TikTok today to yep. th- like really think, hey, who is on? And I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to stay subjective. But it took me some time to think about that. So whichever the two of you is more prepared and wants to go first. Let me you hear. It. Think a so bit. when I when I first seen that, I was thinking more along the lines of like my personal favorite. Sure, but you also, can get both. Also, a little bit along the lines of like they they have to have major influence. Yes, um, and they have to be or like, impact. They have to be like metal. And yes. So at first, I was thinking like, you know, like Monster Flames. Polaris, um, probably Slipknot. Um, That's valid. And then I thought about even putting maybe like Underoath in there. Yep. Mm. Mm. Because they were doing it early. Switching it up to more along the lines of what you were saying. I would keep Slipknot in there. And That's we've, valid. We've had yep. lengthy discussion around Slipknot. We have. Just so influential. Who is not one of my favorite bands, but I exactly, respect but the you can't fuck exactly out of them. Slipknot. Yep. Yeah. So back before I was really listening to metal, Slipknot was like my go-to if I wanted to listen to something heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slipknot or Under Oath. Um, that was, you know, back in high school, just hanging out with, you know, Scotty and all them, getting introduced to more metal. Um, th- those were the two bands that I really gravitated towards. Still wasn't a regular listen, but Slipknot would definitely have to be up there on Mount Rushmore with their weird ass fucking masks and Hell shit. Hell yeah. Um, fuck. I don't want to just give the same bands that you did. If you do, do that's, that's I okay. I do think. I do think. I mean, he's on the right track. It, it's it's hard to deny. Um, 
Metallica, but I don't want to put them up there as a personal vendetta. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I'm friends with this guy and playing a band with him. So, for As I Lay Dying, I haven't made it through all of their discography yet. You're going to get roasted, but, bro. <laughs> um, I did make it through Shadows Are Security and the album after that. Uh, that was and I Let remember, the Ocean. Or, uh, not Let the Ocean. And I, I remember we uh, had this conversation because I was really pissed off after listening to a bunch of Parkway Drive and I was like, I can't believe these guys made it big. Uh, their first couple albums were trash. But, and Ocean um, Between Us. I'd I'd went over and started digging through as I lay dying, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Listen, listen. So we, it's we, hard talk, to deny. we talked about Parkway. Here's Parkway. Here's as I lay dying. Let's right. Be fair. It, it, it oh, was yeah. that conversation. It's a big of like, gap. There's an ocean I, between why those. Why would I two give things. Parkway Drive my time when us. as I lay dying exists? <laughs> yes. So it's hard to really dispute those first two. I have a really hard time disputing. A day to remember, I would probably put them on mine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got kind of the same reasons you, you mentioned, but they are one of my personal favorites. Yeah. So you've got Slipknot, Azalea Dying, and A Day to Remember so far, right? Or did you put Azalea Dying on it? I haven't put them on. Okay. There yet. So you got Slipknot and A Day to Remember. Okay. I'm gonna throw a No More Gene on that bitch. Mm. Okay. And. Is that Not from like a longevity standpoint? I it, It's a couple of things. So I know they're not the most popular or well-known band out there in metal. Um, nowadays, I think a lot of people know who they are. I agree. <clears throat> they just might not like listen to them very much or, you know, kind of like you guys, you really listen to the, the last like couple albums from them. But the longevity of it. They've been doing it for so damn long, and they've been able to cycle through members and still hit bangers. I mean, damn near 30 years. That's impressive, man. Yeah. That don't happen very often. I hope to God I'm 50 year, or 70 years old and can say that yeah. about myself. Well, I don't know? think they're 70. Uh, but, no, but I'm just saying turned 60, a 30-year so. run, if, <laughs> they've if been I'm doing it for 70 40. years old, I hope the band I'm with, that you know what I mean? So, I hope I can say the same. <clears throat> Somebody in the comments is going to be like, Motley Crue, bro! Yeah. <laughs> 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 you got one who more. Would, who would be a good fourth? Uh, Please do not take mine, you motherfucker. Well, you should have went before me, bitch. Yeah, you should have. I mean, I asked, but you had... And, and I should have explained to you guys beforehand no, what I'm I glad meant. That, I'm glad but that, I really wanted to, like, in the I'm moment, glad, yeah. y'all be like, oh, It's made fuck. me think. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm wearing the Norma Jean shirt, so I have to put them up there. And then... Good thing you're not wearing a Miles shirt. Because Chris would find you <laughs> if you didn't put them on there, so... I'm afraid that if I didn't put SLA Dying on there, Tim Lambesis would, you know... Never mind. <laughs> have you suicided? Yeah, have me Jeffrey Epstein. He would make a few calls. <laughs> um, I love him so much, but he's it's an easy joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mount Rushmore, number four. <clears throat> it's a tough, like... It is. It's really hard. Because I'm having to kind of put my favoritism aside... To an extent, I'm still kind of putting my favorites up there. That's fine. But um, 
Fuck, dude. Go ahead with yours, and I'll 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 think of mine. So my number one would be Metallica. Um, we've talked about how it's influenced us particularly, but so many others. Um, my number two would be Slipknot. Fair. Um, you, you kind of stole that from me. I was thinking that, but... Um, yeah, they deserve a slot. They do. They do. My number three for me, and, and I know this isn't personal favorites, but I'm thinking of myself at the time as a listener. For whatever reason, I came across Killswitch before I did As I Lay Dying. You, did, you didn't really get into As I Lay Dying yeah, until... It took, yeah, it was later uh, for whatever yeah, reason. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't so really think I could Kill get Switch. you into them until I was in college. No, I mean, I had Maybe heard Confined when I was in high school, if I'm not mistaken. But it would be Kill Switch, um, <clears throat> just from what they did for Metalcore and starting Metalcore. Not that they started. I'm sure they were underground bands or whatever else. But Kill Switch, and then my number four, and I've, t- I've thought about this since you brought it up um, tonight, not during the chat and a day to remember is a really good one you make a great point there but if we're talking metal and how popular it became because of this band i know where you're going breaking benjamin yep figured that's where you really call them metal though the fuck are they I i think they're metal um, I consider they're hard them rock, hard rock, but it's I, fucking metal, bro. I think they're metal. Because, like, I would almost throw Deftones up bro. there. Well, that's... I think Deftones is a metal Deftones band. Deftones is fucking metal. But I, I don't know if metal. they're, like, metal, metal. Bro, like, they don't chug? Like, like, they, they definitely fall in the classification of new metal, but... Um, bro, Mudvayne is metal. Yeah. Linkin Park Lincoln is Park metal. Linkin Park is metal. I disagree. Bro, Breaking Benjamin, Ben screams. He screams like once in a while. I I would consider them hard rock. I would disagree, but that's it's, fair. It's I get it. I do get like it. Like some of the music sounds metal. And and honestly, and, you, you know, saying we, that we, we it's talked not, about that, but yeah, it's just metal to it's, me, man. It's, it's not it's not making me rethink the A Day to Remember pick, but it's like wow, that is a great bro, the influence I could that Breaking Benjamin had, bro. Put, Breaking Benjamin had a much more musical influence. A Day to Remember did more for the genre in the sense of bringing fans to it. Yeah. yeah. Because they were straight up metal, like metalcore. That was a metalcore band. Yeah, I mean, and, and I, I Tyler, know we don't sure want to get in. Wrong. We're not trying to get into genre talk as we do this because we've we talked about, even though we always end up in this conversation, Yeah, we talk about it's it pisses us off that we it do does. get in. But it's like... Bro, they're playing in drop B on fucking baritone guitars, and dudes got harsh vocals. Who you talking about? Good choruses. Breaking Benjamin. Breaking Benjamin. It's it's metal, man. They're not playing in B, are they? Yeah, yeah, oh, they yeah. playing B a lot. I thought they were yeah. in C on the earlier stuff. Some some there is, yeah, yep. Um, but yeah, yeah, oh, baritone, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so, metal, it's bro. Metal. It's well, metal. I mean, I guess if we're going there, bro, I'm, throw, right. I'm throwing. Uh, Deftones up there. That's fair. Okay. That's yeah. fair. I would think they're bro. They again, carved out musically uh, so influential. Piece. And I'm not a Deftones fan at all. I don't really like their music, but they're I cannot deny their influence at all. Yeah, because I think they, and we're seeing maybe more of their influential impact nowadays than mm. 
It's coming earlier, back. Absolutely. Because it's back. you have bands like Mood Ring Loathe. and Loathe and Johnny Booth. the Johnny <clears throat> Booth you know, <clears throat> song or two that they had a you know, couple Loathe does couple absolutely of those shoe gaze. Yeah. yeah, it's called shoe gaze. I never I never heard it called. If you that get before. into the YouTube, what's community, the difference between a shoe gazy and a foo gazy? Mm, I don't know what don't that know. is. But you know, with that, I would say Deftones really created that form of metal. Yep. Yep. All right, so let's disagree. just, just real quick. if you go back to, like, Adrenaline and shit, their first album, like, yeah. bro, that shit was nasty. Real quick. It's metal, dude. Yeah. It's metal, bro. Bro, go listen to Blow Me Away by Breaking Benjamin. Tell me that's not metal. <laughs> Go listen Sorry, to that I and have tell horrible guitar sound. Go listen to that and tell me it's one. not metal. You want me to tell you it's not metal, or you want me to lie to you? Red <laughs> Cold <laughs> River. That, that was like their worst song they ever made. I think. So, all right. So we've done that. So just real quick, let's run through your personal okay. Mount Rushmore of metal. Mm. And I think I kind of gave mine. It would be Metallica. It would be Bullet, As I Lay Dying, and Polaris. Yeah. And it's weird that I have almost two of the same bands in the sense of As I Lay Dying yeah. and Bullet. But what those bands, and I've talked about it ad nauseum on this show, yeah. what those two bands have done for me as a guitar player and as a just a music fan mm-hmm. in general is unrivaled. They did more for me than Metallica did. Yeah, so... Ah, that's a bold statement. Maybe not. But... Combined, I think they might. It was almost like, if if I were to speak. And Killswitch is my three on that. It, it was kind of like Bullet Killswitch, and then all that remains is down here. They did. <laughs> if I were to speak for you, because I think we can both relate, <clears throat> bands like that, they did what Metallica did for you all over again. So here's the thing: there was one Metallica, there was five Bullet for My Valentine's, four. Yeah, yeah. Trivium Bullet. All that remains, Kill Switch, yeah. Azalea Dying. Five. Sorry, yeah. I guess there was five. Five of those bands that all I thought at the time did and we had this conversation the other day where I feel like all that remains doesn't their music doesn't hold up as well as for as the others for me today. Yeah. But back then in high school and all that, bro, those five bands were my life. Yeah. That was yeah. That was yep. it. And I was I dipped my toes into the the crab core scene, you know, asking Alexandria, attack, attack, we came, all that. Shit. We came, Memphis, all that. I dipped yep. my toes into that, but pure obsession. Oh man, yeah. I and if say, I could, if I had to replace as I lay dying or bullet, replace one of the two, and all <clears> fucking <throat> honesty, you're gonna you're gonna be like, what? I would probably replace as I lay dying mm. over bullet. Mm. Uh, as I lay dying's vocals were better. Their vocals were better. I thought that they wrote... they As L.A. Dying wasn't going to write Tears Don't Fall. Right. Bullet could write Tears Don't Fall and Confined. You know what I mean? I saw yeah, like yeah, Confined. I see what you mean. L.A. Dying was one gear, baby, and it was yeah. rip your fucking throat out of your neck. Yeah, yeah. Bullet was going to make you cry and then cut your throat. Yep. So make that's... Make you vulnerable. Yeah. So let, I'll be... I'll, I'll fuck myself here and be creative, and I'll go Metallica, <laughs> Bullet... Polaris. Grab the condom. <laughs> Do a Seinfeld rip. <laughs> Protect yourself. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'm back, bitches. I got a Second Amendment right to buy Trojans. 
So go ahead and give me your personal. Yeah, so my my personal Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore of metal, and there's I. <clears throat> I think I'm going to put this band on there, but one would be Metallica. Mm-hmm. Two would be Killswitch. Mm-hmm. Three would be Polaris. Yep. Talked about it ad nauseum. Yep. Ooh. I think I know where you're oh, going to go at four. fuck. It's between two other bands. It's between two other bands. Fuck me. I just put it. Is one Chevelle? They're not metal. No, no. It's not Chevelle. So it's either... That is not metal. It is... And I know I have to decide. They scream more than Breaking Benjamin. I've talked about how all that remains. Yeah. Really? I've talked about how all that remains filled that void for me when I needed it more. For some reason, they did it more for me at the time than in As I Lay Dying. Um, probably right there with Kill Switch, but for a time, I was into all that remains more than I was Kill Switch. And today, I think it's the opposite. Yes, it is. More it Kill is. Switch. Um, Especially the, the new shit. I mean, my, let's be real. The one that I would put on the side. You can do five. I'll let you do five. Yeah, the one that I would put on the side, and you might look at me like I'm stupid, but they... We uh, do that a lot. Uh, I'm used to it. <laughs> they Poor filled that... They, there <laughs> was a bastard. certain time they filled that void for me, same as a, a Metallica, same as a player, same as a... All that remains, same as a kill switch. <clears throat> Issues. Okay. Yeah, I, mm. I, that's fine. I take no I, no issue Bro, the with self, that. The, yeah. the, <laughs> the self-titled Issues album and then Headspace, Headspace bro. Was better, I remember I losing my fucking... Ooh, I don't know. King of Amarillo. Make, Princeton Ave. Yeah, personality cult. Yeah. It's nope, issues I, are I all that it. remains. Issues it. is out here. It's all that remains. It's Polaris. It's Kill Switch. And it's it's uh, Metallica. That's fair. Yep. Tyler, your personal Mount Rushmore. And again, YouTube listeners, so please, I comment, please, please comment your Mount Rushmore. I want to know. And we will talk about it on a future episode. We will debate your guys's And tell us we're fucking stupid. Tell us we're stupid shit. We don't care. We got thick skin. I mean, we, Words don't we offend are the us. screaming idiots. We are the so, screaming idiots. Uh, I mean, I'll cry, but whatever. Look, I won't. I don't get I don't offended know, by a word. Because I tailored mine so much towards, like, personal preference, I yeah. don't know that I would change it much. Sure, that's fair. If I had to go off of what kind of influenced me the most, Thrice. and they're I wouldn't metal. call them. They're not metal. Yeah, they're they're more punk. Um, the metal man, I'd I'd probably I, I would definitely keep Deftones up there. Valid. I would say a day to remember stays up there. Also valid because anytime I'm in a bad mood, oh they'll take I you need out of it. To, I need I need something that that can help me kind of release some shit, but also lift me up. Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's a day to remember yep. every time. They'll pull you right um, out of it, bro. Oh, yeah. And then <clears throat> I'd have to throw Under Oath up there. Okay. Um, just because I didn't, I didn't like their – I didn't like much of their stuff. I think it was like their, their first album. They might have done two albums with the original uh, Screamer. But when they added the, the – when they changed that lineup and, and got a new screamer and, and started doing 
I think there was three or four albums there that I'll 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 never skip. It's no no skip and God, they they just they influenced me musically so much. Um Spit it out. You having a stroke? Trying to think of number four. You need another skinny? You know, I'm I might I might kind of cop out here and throw Polaris up there. It's not a cop out. Mm. Um you're very I know, I know they're they're not my they're they're number two on my list for metalcore. But I I've noticed that I'm I'm pulling more influence musically from them than I do from moths. And we're starting to see that with some of the newer shit that we're writing. Yeah. Um mainly because of you you you, you like to riff mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. that that manner um mm, that seven string riff that you sent tyler heidi the other day was like polaris all over again bro i've i <clears throat> i try to be ryan bro you need <laughs> to let me uh, speaking of that you keep telling me that i can borrow that you need to let me yeah i got you don't talk about it be about it i got you come on but and get um, that motherfucker when you want it i don't i i i think what gravitates me towards them the most out of all the metalcore bands is because they have some hardcore vibes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. Yeah. No, that's I would agree with that wholeheartedly. And it's funny because when, when you're an educated metal fan, right, you can concede that, hey, although this band X might not be my number one, band wise my number two three four whatever but they influence me a little more just because of a certain element i'm gonna put them on my mount rushmore because of that it just means you're an educated metal fan bro it's not saying that moths isn't as good and, as polaris or vice whatever it's just saying hey when i'm sitting here and, and i think about my personal music influence i'm tending today to gravitate more and your mount rushmore could change tomorrow you know yeah, what I so mean? I think, I think what what I struggle with so much with these conversations is, out of the three of us, I am definitely the least educated when it comes to metal, because before I met you guys, the metal bands I listened to, there was new metal. I was definitely a new metal fan. I was listening to uh, Deftones, Corn, uh, Limp Biscuit, Under Oath. Um, and then you you get into some some of the metalcore kind of the emo shit like Under Oath and stuff. And I was I was exposed to Under Oath emo. They got some emo vibe. Uh, they they were definitely more of the emo vibe early Fair on. Enough. Um, I'm not as educated on them as you are by any means. Yeah, but you like them. I do like them. <laughs> I do um, like them. So I was exposed to some of that, and I was exposed to some of the crab core, but I I I didn't I didn't really get into it that much at that time, um, and then 
uh, as time progresses, you know, you, you throw in a little bit of of mice and men. I mean, you got Slipknot in there back in the new metal days. Like I had listened to metal, but metal was not the primary thing I listened to. The primary thing I listened to was alternative rock and hard rock. And as time progressed, it, you know, I went a little bit wide with the alternative side of things. Um, I got into punk. I got into pop punk, hardcore, things like that. But I just don't feel like I am as, as, as educated on metal as you guys are because you guys have been listening to metal in a very dedicated fashion for years and years and years. Whereas for me... I've probably been, you know, I can consider myself a dedicated metal fan for only the last maybe four, four years maybe, Mm -hmm. where like metal is something I'm listening to on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So I have a hard time with it. I'm still going back and, you know, hitting up bands that, you know, came out in the early 2000s, 2010s, you know, all that kind of shit. And I still run across bands that to me are new but i look at when the the shit was released and it would right. be like 2005 or Bro, fucking 2010 well, and shit and i'm like why did why did i not know about this and another example probably because the recent single has kind of reinvigorated us but we talked about if i'm not mistaken on one of the last few episodes we talked about silent planet and we're going you're sending that album the other day or i don't know i think it was yesterday i was listening to to bro that album is a ripper and it came out in 2016 yep i didn't start listening to silent planet still until probably 2019 2020 i think i think it was about 2020 yeah because i think you had sent me a couple songs from them and then shortly after, I ended up going to that concert with them and Currents. And Greyhaven. And Greyhaven was there, but I missed them, which pissed me off. But um, those those two bands, and when I seen Silent Planet Live, I was instantly hooked. Yeah. Um, that's when I started diving into their discography, and I'm like, holy fuck, dude, this is new metal reinvigorated. Yeah. Yep. But that's Fair. that's kind of why I have a little bit of issue with their new single, man. I'm like, man, this isn't very. But it's fucking good. It's dude. a it's a great song. <laughs> I'm sorry, which good. one? You talking about Silent Planet? Anti, yeah. anti or antimatter? <clears throat> it's an amazing song. It just it to me just isn't. Is does dude the just have the one planet. scream though? Uh, he's got kind a little of. bit of range, but not a lot. Yeah, not a lot. I feel like he does a good job of staying. Which we've talked in about, Tyler specific. Oh, yeah. yeah, you just talked about that earlier, not yeah. stepping outside yourself. Stay in that pocket, right. man. If you, you can always grow the pocket, but yeah. if you're Jamie, not... right now? Oh, he's growing the... I mean, yeah. Jamie's stepping out of his comfort he, zone. But he's... He's he's staying. He figured out how to do it yeah. right without sounding yeah. like shit. And even Jake. Go listen to Dichotomy, and then go listen to Nightmare. And you're like... Whoa, is that the same guy? Yeah, 10, the same guy. 10, 11, 12 years later? 10. 13 to... So cool to 12. see, bro. Yeah. So fucking cool yeah. to see. So, no, that was a cool conversation. So, 
Now, I think it's time, since it's just the three of us, and we like to dip back into the earlier season roots every now and then and do some shit that got us going in the first place, and we're going to do a little bit of heavy metal hot takes. And we do apologize for for maybe getting away from this this section or, or part of the show that you all know and love, but we also want it to be... We don't, we don't want to be repetitive. Yeah, no. Well, we don't want we don't want to be repetitive for one, and it's also tough. Like when we have a guest on, listen, that is that that is their episode. We it's want theirs. them to talk, yeah. and we tell that to every guest that comes on the show. It's hey, this is your episode. You talk about what the fuck you want to talk about, and we'll piggyback. We'll piggyback off of it. Yeah, we never want to take a guest down a road that they don't really care to go down. So yeah. it's cool when we get to do the solo episodes where it's just us. It's just us, the hosts. And we can kind of dip back into these conversations that are debatable and and maybe somewhat controversial and and create some, you know, topics for discussion for the listeners. Um, And this is when we get to go back and do heavy metal hot takes. I think we all have some decent ones. Uh, Who wants to go first? I've got one. I know you got one. I got two. You got two? I don't have one yet. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go with your first one? I'll go with one first. Go ahead. Um, So, and I'm glad because you sparked it for me. Tyler has mentioned novelists this show. And this will probably be very controversial to a lot. I think we've got several tonight that mine's super controversial. Sweet. Yeah. Flow from novelists. Guitarist, by the way. Writes, yes, I'm sorry, guitarist, lead guitarist from novelists, writes the best, the absolute best solos. solos. In metal music. In metal? In in specifically metalcore. Well, not many music. dudes are writing solos in metalcore. You got to think about that. So if you want to make it let a hot think, topic. Let me, let me think back. Hot Hold take. on. I'm thinking, you know what? Old no, metalcore. No, I'm, dude. There was a lot more for solos. For me, and I know this is subjective, but it's how it's affected me as a musician and as a listener of music. I can honestly say Flow from Novelist is my favorite solo writer in metal music, and I think he writes the best solos in fucking metal music. So I really want to disagree with you. I really I really want to. I really want to say Padge from Bullet. I really want to. And then I think about Monochrome Solo, and I'm like, oh. Have you ever listened to 512 a.m.? Yeah, 512 a.m., that's another one. I think Monochrome's better, my opinion. Solo-wise, probably, yes. Monochrome solo speaks a little more to me. And we've talked, and this is my personal preference. We don't like super-shady solos. I I prefer melody in solos. We prefer melodic solos. Super-shady ones are cool. I want to hear the the guitar cry. Here's the thing. Why do you think we love Stevie Ray Vaughan? To, yeah. to just shred out a solo, all you're showing is that you can play fast. Which right? I give props. All you're doing is I can't, just... It, I, can't I can't shred. No, for those neither. on YouTube, you're, you're, you're doing this. You're doing this. Bro, it's not that easy, though. It's no. not that no. easy, <laughs> but like... No. There's no I'm texture to it. I'm a good guitarist, and I can't. There's no dude, I can't. rhythm yeah. to it. It's just this straight, just... Noise, noise. Like I, I, I don't fucking want that, man. Tyler There's, Heidi will disagree. 100%. Yeah, he's, 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 wrong. He's, fan. he's a shredder. He's wrong. But <laughs> uh, love you, bro. But Tyler you're, says you're wrong. You're fired. Um, 
But anyway, I, I'm I, back. Listening I'm hired to, again. <laughs> <laughs> listening back through novelists You're today, the already, I, have, I have no ability to disagree Anataris with you. Anataris, or however you pronounce that, Solo. Anataris. While listening through, the, the only thing on my mind was musically these guys are like the most elite in the game. Ooh. And listening to not even just the solos, the leads throughout yes. the songs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm yep. like, oh, the phrasing, bro. Uh, the phrasing. Bro, the solo on their oh! one of their newer songs with Dude from Alaskan. But like, yeah. the fact is, he's hitting some of that shreddy stuff throughout, but he's, and he's throwing it, it in tastefully. He's not just, just killing your fucking eardrums with it. It's not like listening to a 30 fucking minute solo from Zach Wilde. I'm sorry. If you love that, I, if uh, I no Mr. Gates, the No More Tears solo, there is some musicality to Sinister, but look, all I'm saying yeah, no more is if solo. I go to a concert, I don't want to listen to Zach Wilde just hit a bunch of hammer on. I want to see you stand and, up on that box, know, pull offs and all that shit for like and make the guitar cry and make it cry. Yes. Okay. There's got to be some feeling to yes. it, man, and you don't get that with the shreddy stuff. So this is where I will credit. Don't. This is where I will credit hair metal. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. One yes. of my favorite genres of music growing up was hair metal. For one very specific reason was the riffs were easy to play, <laughs> and I was a 14 year old, 12, 13, 14 year old kid just learning to play guitar, and I could play a lot of hair metal songs because the riffs were easy to play. I can play the solos too because they were melodic. They were go listen to anything by Dokken or anything by White Snake or Rat or Bon Jovi. You go listen to any of those solos, especially on the more ballady shit. Holy, there's a song by Queensrÿche off of their uh, concept album Operation Mindcrime called Eyes of a Eyes of a Stranger. I mean, I remember Love the whole it. solo, but it's a super, that solo is hard as fuck to play. I tried to play it the other day and I'm like, it's going to take me time because it's, yeah. it's way harder than it sounds. Yeah. But anyways, the melodic solos always, always, always spoke to me Far, far more. Yep. If I'm sitting there watching Gary Moore play Empty Rooms live and that motherfucker looks like he's having a seizure while he's playing this song, that's feel. Eric Clapton, Jimi Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan. You go to all these classic guitarists. Joe Bonamassa. Joe Bonamassa, <clears throat> George Lynch, um, Joe Satriani. Um, he was kind uh, of a shredder, though, wasn't he? Oh, not Joe Satriani. I'm sorry. Uh, Warren D. Martini. Uh, I, I could go on. Uh, uh, oh, fuck. What's his name from? Uh, where where from? Uh, he was with Ozzy in, on the Bark with the Moon album. Uh, what the fuck is his oh, name? Oh, God. Jakey e. Lee. Yep. Um, so yep. there's so many, even a lot of Dimebag stuff, like Floods and Cemetery Gates. Yeah. Yep. All of Kirk's stuff on the Black album. Like Kirk's stuff on the Unforgiven 3. All of the Unforgivens. Yeah. Kirk's yeah. stuff on Fade to Black. Yeah. Yep. Jesus Christ. So the I always preferred the more melodic solos. So for me to sit here and say that there's a guitarist that does solos better than flow, I can't. Uh today. Am I gonna sit here and tell you that flow's the best ever in metal? Absolutely not. He's my favorite. Yeah. So if, Solo if, if we're thinking of in terms of 
solos of all time? No. I go listen to George Lynch's solo on the song Alone again. It's better than anything Flo's ever done. Yeah, I just I guess for me and it's it's personal. And that it's song came out in personal. It's obviously subjective. But listeners, before you react, especially if you're into metalcore, and that might be why I love his solo so much, is because he's able to incorporate it into, into a metalcore metal song. Yep. Please go listen to Souvenirs. Monochrome. Souvenirs by uh, Novelist, that whole album, and listen to the solos on that album. And then listen to Noir. Listen to the solos on that album, because I promise you, if yep. you're into melodic type guitar solos that also have some shred i promise you they do but i think He's all the of real all, fucking deal all three of us are in agreement that melodic solos are elite feel right? based bro it's, it's yeah, feel man. i mean if, if you're and giving you, me you a can, pick you can be melodic about some some shreddiness but like if you're going well, to you talked about if, phrasing yeah if you're if you're going to be yeah. a little shreddy you know be tasteful about yes. it yeah yeah yep Don't, you can play fast but yeah. make it make it make sense. Yep, don't right. do it just to do it. Yep. Don't and this is going to don't sound, just hit a pentatonic scale real quick, like real fast. Uh, it's listen. No I love feel. Megadeth. Find me one other than maybe is the Tornado of Souls solo. Kind I'd of, have to nah, re-listen. But find me one real pretty solo. Yeah. That's cool. You can play fast. I can't. You're a better guitarist than me. I don't care. Well, and when we say pretty, to me, it doesn't. The song doesn't have to be a ballad by any no. means. It just it has to flow with what you're doing in the song and give me that feeling of holy fucking shit. Make me feel what? it, man. Make me make that solo my favorite part of the song. Like even even uh here we go dick riding again. Dude, Ryan solo in uh Inhumane, even though that song isn't super melodic or anything like that. The shit he does in that solo, it's not just shredding the whole fucking time. No. It's not it He's is very shreddy. Of the key. It is very yes. shreddy by all means, but there's feel involved. Yeah. So I would think it, I would disagree that all time when it comes to flow, but I would agree that anything modern he yeah. does write the best yeah. solos. I th- I would agree I, with that. I think that. he's the best, bro. So Okay, Tyler, do you have a hot take or do you want me to go ahead with mine? Go ahead with yours, cause I, I'm I'm drawing a blank. That's fine. You don't have to come up with one, bro. You always come with with bangers. You don't. You can take a you can take a week off. It's all good. So I, I haven't sent, done a hot take in a while. I sent you guys this one in the chat, and Preston, I think, called it a red hot take. Rain by Sleep Token is arguably the best lyrical song ever written. When I listen to the lyrics in rain and I really just focus on the vocals. I really focus on what vessel was saying. That shit hits me so fucking hard and makes me think on a spiritual interdimensional level that I'm like, motherfuckers being sent to different dimensions. Fuck did he, it's like I'm on an edible when I'm stone cold sober and, and it's, it's how did he come up with these words and put them in a sentence in sequ- in sequence and make them make sense. Are you about to? You're, he's about to look up. So, yeah, uh, I looked up the lyrics. I looked up the lyrics, and you guys know from from past shows that for some reason I don't get into lyrics a whole lot. I get into yeah. the feel of the music. Sure. Um, I don't have a reference. 
in particular, I'm speaking it, to the, combat the, it. The, the the piece where he's actually kind of rapping is it's that chemical cut that I can get down with up like the moon and out with, out like the hounds. That 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 part in particular that just absolutely sent me to a whole nother world. Yeah. And there's so many songs out there that I think have a lot of great lyrical value, but for some distance is one of them. Yeah. For some reason, rain hit me so hard when I listened to when I listened to it for the first time. And in any each time that I listened to it, I'm like, fuck me, dude. Those lyrics just hit so hard and that you can interpret them however you want. And I think that's what's great about that song is you can it, as a matter of fact, I think the entire "Take Me Back to Eden" song you can you can uh, interpret in so many different ways, and that's what's so brilliant about it. You know, people might not be crazy about the music itself of that album, but if you really focus vocally and lyrically, fuck around. I mean, it just. Uh, speaking of lyrically, and I'm not going to take us down a track here, but I, for me, I feel like. I need the lyrics to be kind of obvious to me, like what they're trying to portray across. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm kind of retarded. Yeah, I mean, well, like... I said the R word twice. When I'm trying to decipher through certain lyrics, Canceled. especially like a sleep token If you get song, offended by a word, you don't need to be listening to our show. <laughs> like when I'm trying to decipher lyrics um, of specifically like a sleep token song, sleep token song, it like... I was trying to understand it. Like, even yeah. at the end of the song, you I'm like, have to think. what does he mean now? And I do skinny, see where you're coming from, bro. but a, a song lyrically Love you. Love you. that has hit me recently. You're my best friend. And it's... You're also my best friend. Hey, I love you. <laughs> I love a you. song lyrically that hit me, and it's more obvious, um, and I'll thank Tyler forever for getting you. me back into <laughs> It's, it, that, uh, it's almost that obvious, but is happy by NF. That song uh, lyrically never heard it. Brought me to fucking tears, bro. It, it takes a lot to, to make tears. you emotional it too. Did, so bro. that tells me, me something. It hit me on a Friday morning at like six twenty one morning. Ain't no damn, it's the bourbon. Ain't no damn rap bro, song. Bro, that got to me, dude. That that is one of my favorite songs I've ever fucking. So I heard. guess I can relate in the sense of some country songs have hit me like that. <clears> yeah. Um. There's uh there's a couple Cody Johnson songs that have that have really really hit me uh hit me hard. Uh there's a song and it, there's a song by Cody Johnson called By Your Grace. That's a great song. Yeah, yeah. It, you I know what I'm talking about. Song. It's a it's a gospel song and yep. I, every time I hear that song, I mean I I like get cold chills. Yep. And it's it's such an incredible written song. This is why I like guys like Cody Johnson and yeah. there's a couple Morgan Wallen songs that that really and maybe it's the how amazing Morgan's voice is and the way that he's able to portray some lyrics that they might not mean a ton, but the way that he's able to vocalize them, I'm just like, ugh. There's another artist called Bailey Zimmerman that I, I'm sure a ton of people have heard about that a lot of his songs are really hard-hitting and deep-hitting um, and relatable. So I can't relate to it from a rap sense because I don't listen to any of that, but I can relate to it on a country from a country standpoint that there's a lot of good... Happy uh, is more pop, though. Almost sure, and Almost, it might be. Yeah. I just I I I don't know. I didn't listen to it. I promise so. you would if if you would give it a chance. Ooh, I heard Tyler, one or two of his songs, and he reminded you, me of Logic, and I wanted to. Punch he's kind of Logic like, but and I wanted if to punch you him give in the Happy face. a chance, bro. I'm just his Ooh. voice is annoying as fuck. 
Yeah. To be to be completely fair with you, and people listening to this might be like, "Well, your voice is annoying as fuck." And like, yeah, well, it might be, but fuck you, don't listen then. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm a screaming idiot. What do you expect? Yeah, look yeah. at the name of the show, bro. My fucking cartoon face is on the logo. <laughs> Eat a bag of dicks. What do you want me to? What do you want from me? Do I look fat in the dress? No, then fuck you. I, I do, but you don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell that fat back. kid to shut up. Bringing it back to Rain for a moment. Um, yeah, you dick. You pulled it away from my hot take. I, I did, but I had to. I'm just uh, thinking I'm of a, a song I'm lyrically a, that I'm going to take I'm going to go down that way, too. We're, okay. we're going to go there. Okay, so bringing it back to Rain. So one thing I've noticed while listening to Sleep Token, now that, you know, I do that. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I've accepted that. Check I've season three that. if you haven't caught up. I, uh, so I... I, I focus more when I listen to music on the music. What stands out to me normally is either really good lines or really bad ones. Mm -hmm. And so normally if like lyrics aren't jumping out at me, it's a good thing. Because normally wow. what I hear is like some really cheesy shit, and I'm just like, I can't <laughs> dance, there's, Gavin, dance. There's a song, or there's a band. I think it's uh, sent by Ravens or something like that. Uh -huh. that and that's the one. The and that's the one. They're, they're fucking and it was like, sweet. I wanted to love yeah. this. Is that so the one much. that Tyler Heidi was talking about? No, that's no. a different one. That's a different one. But like I wanted to love them so much because the music was good. The music is the legit. songs, like the way they were put together and stuff, were good. The sound was good, but like the lyrics were so bad, and I was like, I just can't do it. Um, when I listen to Sleep Token, things that jump out at me are really good lyrics, and it mm -hmm. happens in like every song. Mm -hmm. Um. When we when we had the conversation about Sleep Token, that was one of the things you brought up is just that lyrically, dude is amazing. Mm -hmm. And I kind of skimmed through the lyrics on Rain real quick, and I had to kind of listen to it again to remember what the song was, uh, which song it was. And that song hits me every time it comes Same. on. Same. The whole song, the way it's put together, going from you know some light piano stuff, breaking some into hip -hop some heavier vibes, shit later and on, then some heavier some shit yeah. stuff in the middle. Like it is, it is an amazing song. Am I? Do I memorize lyrics well enough to say that there that song lyrically is the best out there, or arguably the best? I can't really say that. But I'm not going to argue with it about it. Argue with you about it because sure. lyrically, I would say lyrically, Sleep Token is probably one of the best bands out there. They don't mess around. Um, no, nope. at the moment, you know, in, in current times, lyrically, they're they're amazing. And and again, we talked about YouTubers in the comments. Hey. Give us, us other know. bands that yeah. you think are great lyrically. Yeah. Like we'll listen to them. We, we, we will give us all the suggestions you can. Uh, we we will we are always looking for some some new topics to talk about on the show, new bands to talk I, about. I mean, we we talk about the same bands all the time, even though we feel like great. our musical musical palette is wide. Open our eyes a little bit more. Bring it on. Yeah, but I think part of the issue of me not knowing much of the lyrics is I'm often driving when I'm listening to music. I don't often get to just chill in the garage and listen to music. You know what I mean? Um, 
so i know like apple music has the option to pull up the lyrics and and read the lyrics as as they're going in the song i don't get to do that very often um so yeah i i can't really disagree with the point there the the hot take bringing it back to what you were talking about with happy you're gonna get me emotional in this fucking episode Especially I'm going to wait for Kyler week. to come back to dive into it too much. I just hope he gives it but a chance, bro. I was never into rap. I was never into rap. The only rapper I'd ever really listened to was Kid Cudi because in high school, I'd get high as fuck and listen to Kid Cudi because most of my friends were doing it. And for whatever reason, I just vibed with it. They, mm. he was, they were using instruments, even yep. though it was very electronic. And he was kind of lyrical. He wasn't just talking about bullshit all the time. Yeah, yeah he was. Um, it was when I was managing Verizon stores, I had an employee. Um, he came to me and asked for a day off, a particular day off. And I was like, well, you know, I mean, I got to ask, you know, what, what's what's the day off for? It's a Saturday. I expect everyone to be here. Uh, he said he was going to a concert. I was like, well never going to say no to a concert, so I'll give you the day off. Who are you going to go see? And he's like, NF. I was like, I've never heard of him. He's like, dude, do you like Eminem? And I was like, I mean, I'll listen to it, but I don't really listen to rap much. And he was like, dude, check out NF. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't say, like, the N-word every other word. He doesn't fill his content with cuss words. He doesn't cuss at all. Yep. He considers himself a Christian rapper, and he's talking about real shit. And I was like... All right, man. Like, I'll, I'll give it a try. He's straight edge, bro. Yeah, he's straight edge, bro. But I, he, he, he told me to look up the first album, and I was like, all right. So I, on the way home that day, I was listening to it, and I, I was blown away <laughs> by the lyrics from this guy. Like, <clears throat> NF is lyrically a fucking genius. I'm 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 gonna go ahead and say that he's he's a lyrical genius, which in my mind that's all rappers really have. So why the fuck do you do so many rappers suck at Lyrically. lyrics? <laughs> yeah. They're like, my flow's so sick, dog, and I'm like, Yeah, but you repeated that fifty times. Yep. Your song sucks. I think there's a level of flow that really matters, but lyrically well, it's, it's you gotta have a certain important. flow yeah. and, and be rhythmic yeah. and shit but with um with the song happy oh when i God, first bro. heard it man because it brought me to tears too i i've been on a very very tough um mental health journey for a very long time you know started when i was in the navy um and I've, I've never fully recovered. And there's been thoughts at times where I'm like, I wonder if it's, if it's just that I don't want to recover. Because for so much of my life, this is just how I think. This is just how I am. I don't know who I'd be without this and at the end of his chorus let me pull this up real quick 
No, I'm not crying my it. eyebrow itches. It's, uh... Y'all ever had an eyebrow itch? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I'm mm-hmm. not the only one. Yep. Oh, where are we at? Damn it. Where's the fucking chorus? Yeah, the truth is I need help, but I just can't imagine who I'd be if I was happy. Mm-hmm. And when I first heard that, that line in the chorus... It, it struck that chord because I've I've come back to this thought so many times of like I almost thrive in this depressive state because it's just all I've ever known. I I can think of moments in my life where I've been where I can say I have felt some some level of true happiness. But I, I can't say that I've ever lived happy. I've, I've never lived a happy life. I've never went through a, a whole day and said, you know what, God damn, I am happy as fuck. Mm-hmm. It is little moments in time that I can say that, that I've been happy, you know, kids being born, certain moments with the kids, um, you know, certain, uh, little memories with with family and and stuff like that certain memories with friends but it's always these little snippets right and i know another part of it is we kind of had this conversation before around music where it's like so many artists are are driven and influenced by these negative thoughts these negative feelings that they have and they're expected to relive that every time they play the songs. Mm. And it's almost like when they make it and and they're out of that struggle bus, so to speak. But are they? Are they? Yeah. Yeah. They're they're cut you know, they, they've reached their goals or, you know, life isn't as hard as it once was. <clears throat> it's like you know, a lot of them seem to lose that steam that, mm-hmm. that once drove them. And I've thought about that musically before because I'm like, could I really do what I do musically if I was happy? And and so when I, I heard that song, dude, it's it just struck a chord in me where I, you know... I have to come to a realization that there there's a certain part of me that's held myself back from, you know, fully recovering from, you know, things like depression and anxiety and, you know, things like that. It's, you know, I can't dispute it. And, yeah, you know, recently I went out and, you know, was seeking help for some things and um, trying to get better. And even there I, I found myself resisting certain things. Because it's almost like I don't I don't know who the fuck I'd be. It goes back to don't take offense to this because I've been it. where you're at. You can't help people that aren't willing to help themselves. For the yep. longest time, I was that. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, my life sucks and it's never going to get any better, and I'm just going to be this forever. And bro, that's a hard asshole to death. You got a way. You got a real fucking small shovel. To get out of that bitch when you're in it. And it's tough, man. So I get it. Trust me. I, I get it. I, I I was lucky enough to get out of it. Um, but it took a lot of 
testicular fortitude, I guess is the way that I would put that. Um, because it, it ain't, it ain't easy and it damn sure ain't fun trying to get out of it. It ain't fun being in it. And it sure as hell ain't fun getting out of it. Yeah. And I, I, I would also say, um, you and I once, once had conversations around, you know, relationship based, which is like, you talking about when we would come home from the bar and, and we would to listen to this and, and, <laughs> and cry about how we were single and nobody was ever going to love us. But it was like, I, you know, I, I told you, I'm like, you have to be comfortable with, with your yourself own company. Being alone. Being alone room. in a room before you, you Bro, can I just gave somebody yourself. that advice like two I'm, weeks I ago. I love that. I, I literally it. just Did gave. it help them? I hope so. I hope it did. I, I, I really hope, it hope did. so. But, you know, the, the, the premise was, was really just like you, you have to be it, it is not your partner's job to make you happy. No. It is Fuck not no, your partner's it? job no. to like It's not your job it, to make it, them right. happy either. No. It, it, exactly. Nope. And so it's y'all's you job to, to be find, happy together. Yep. You have to find a way to be happy yourself and then share that happiness. Correct. And so one of the reasons I have, you know, stayed single so long is I still have a hard time, you know, feeling comfortable with, you know, who I am and, um, you know, being alone in my company uh, alone because when, when I am alone and in my own company and it's just me my mind typically doesn't gravitate towards happy thoughts Here, here's something i'm going to say to all the ears and eyes and everything out there if you're a miserable fucking person don't bring somebody else down into your miser- misery with you, you. Better exactly. not because you know what i used to be that guy that did that because i couldn't stand to be alone and I wasn't happy with myself, and I would I would seek happiness in things. How do I put this without sounding vulgar? In some girl's, some some woman's yep. heart, basically. Yep. You know what I mean? And and then be dragging them down into my misery, and that's not fair to them. That's not fair to me. That's not. It is incredibly, and I think a lot of that comes with maturity. But don't Absolutely. don't drag people into your misery. Get right. yourself healthy and love yourself. Be comfortable in your own headspace. Be comfortable being alone. Long, wow, we just turned into the Dr. Phil show. Well, I, Before I, you I, ever, ever consider being in a relationship. I think it's so important, and I haven't delved deep into this, you know, truly got into these thoughts um, very deep on this show, as maybe you two have before, but... Um, and Kyler, maybe you can relate. Tyler, years ago, maybe you can relate. But now that I'm a parent now, even though I felt as if all these years I've been truly working on myself as an individual and my own personal development, I feel it is kind of my duty as a parent to not bring any sort of baggage uh, toward my child. And I've realized as of late, they're, they're with myself, and maybe some, some listeners can relate, maybe they can't, and that's great if you can't. There's some deep-rooted issues that I have myself that I need to eliminate 
before it becomes a problem and either my child sees child sees them and adopts them or is a part of them or is a is a byproduct of those deep-rooted issues and, and what I mean by that is I'm somewhat of a selfish individual and Tyler me and you have had these conversations mm-hmm. before how do I want to word this because I'm never good at putting these things into words You got me mind blank for a second. So you're sometimes while, while a selfish individual. Yeah. yeah. While you're thinking about that, you talked about becoming a parent. And this whole topic, and, and I don't even know how we got here, but... The song Happy by NF, bro. <laughs> yeah. Which was from Rain by Sleep Token. But, I, I, got um, my neck. <laughs> I, I got what I was after, but... Go ahead. Not, you sure? Yeah. Okay, so... When it comes to the song "Happy," if you if you listen to it, you'll you'll delve deep into it, um, and maybe some will relate. But it's I'm very critical of myself, and me and we talked about in our group chat recently that we're all extremely prideful, mm-hmm. and there's a certain and not, I've got a song like that. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> not a certain image that any of us are after, but there's a certain level of certain level of success that we're all after as we all expect of ourselves yes there's there's a i know that i'm this will sound arrogant when i say this but i know that i'm a very talented individual i know that i bring value to the world and there's times and places where i get to a point where like i'm stuck and i'm like i'm not doing or I'm not doing what I was meant to do, um, which is provide a certain whatever way there is a positive impact on somebody's life. And there was a when I heard the song Happy, it hit me so hard that there were issues that I didn't even realize that I had before, even though maybe I had scratched the surface of and. That song has made me. Yeah, that motherfucker is about to blow the roof <laughs> off his Propel was busting. This ain't even a carbonated drink. <laughs> Fucking hell, that bitch was. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, there's a there's a part of me that is that song motivated that bitch me. Said... It did. <laughs> Jesus. That song motivated me to a point where where I have to dig deep into certain things of certain things about myself that I have to eliminate and I have to get rid of in order to be that person that I, I know I either can be or that I am. If that makes any sense. You talked to you bought I'm all wet now. I'm all wet. Fucking soaked. That, I'm seeping. That propel came out way quicker than I was expecting. But anyways, uh, you, you mentioned being a parent and one thing that I have noticed and it's, I'm very proud of myself for this and it's a personal growth thing for me, Well, before I had kids, if something, so I am, I am horrible. I'm a, I am not a great per- people person. 
if I'm doing something for my job and then I have to wait on somebody to do something so I can complete my task, I'm fucking furious. Yep. I want it done now. I don't want it done 10 minutes from now. I want it done now. I don't care what you have. And that's a that's a horrible trait of mine. I get that other people have other tasks to do so I can accomplish mine. It is what it is. But if something went wrong in my day, whether it was work-related, whether it was my fucking truck broke down, whatever it might be, my whole day was shot. Whole day. I'm pissed off the rest of the day. I'm done. I'm cooked. Don't talk to me. I'm pissed. If it happened at 10 o'clock in the morning, I'm not fine until 10 o'clock the next day. Then I had my son. And I have noticed that now, bro, it's five minutes and I'm over it. If something happened, and I might bitch about it for real hardcore for that five minutes. And typically it's involving somebody else. There's one thing that I cannot stand that will absolutely piss me off to no end. And it's if you drive the fucking speed limit. I fucking hate you. Drive faster. I drive a, I drive a Ram. I'm one of those guys. Yes, I drive a lifted truck. I will have my fucking... <laughs> if you're fucking not doing like... 80? Yeah. No, I, you better be doing at if least If you're not breaking 60. the law, if you're not willing to lose your license, stay off the road. Yeah, I'm that guy. But anyways. <laughs> so I used to, you know, like I said, I have noticed ever since I've had my son that things that used to piss me off and ruin my whole day now only last about five minutes. I'm going to be pissed for those five minutes, but I'm going to walk away. I'm going to go in the garage. I'm going to, if I'm not at home, it doesn't matter anyways. If I'm in my office, I it, it I make it go away because I don't want my kid to see me mad. When you come home and you see that kid fucking oh, smiling. It's, it's gone. A flip, see ya. A I walk in the door and flip, dad, 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 and he's, yep. you know, wanting yep. me to pick him up. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's why I don't get mad anymore. Or yep. don't stay yep. mad anymore. Yep. I'm human. We all get mad. I still get mad. I still get mad about the same things. And it's normally always shit that's out of my control. And that's, I'm, I guess maybe I'm a control freak. I don't ever want anything to go wrong. I want everything to work flawless. I want my day to go perfectly, just like anybody else. When I'm trying to uh, accomplish a task for one of my customers, and I have to rely on somebody else to help me complete this task, whether yeah. it's something on the, you know, our data science team or something, I need some need some data or something like that, and I have to wait on somebody else. I'm furious. I'm still waiting on an email from somebody on our GIS team that I sent at noon today. Still waiting on it. Pissed off about it. But I don't let my kids see that. Yeah. It's a personal growth thing. You I don't ever want my kid to see me pissed off at something like that. Bro, you, yeah. And that growth that I've noticed in myself. I'm guilty of it with my wife where I project these things. Yeah. I mean, I am too. Project these things onto her. And then after I do it, I'm like, I'm just making her more stressed out. Well, it's, There's I mean, no I do it too, bro. Yeah. Like if I'm like, if I, if I, if I come home and, the the laundry didn't get switched from the washer to the dryer. I'm like, what the fuck? What yeah. are we doing here? And I'm like, bro, she's trying to take care of the kid and do all yep. this. Why am I getting shitty about this? Yep. So I still catch myself doing that. Yeah. And I've got to get, I'm trying to get better at that. Because just like, I can't project my shit yep. onto her. It's selfish. It's very selfish. And so it's it's all in steps, right? I notice I notice progression in certain things. And, but I'll be the first to tell you, you know, there's people that out there that say you should put your spouse first and your kids second. And I, and I get where they're coming from, th from that standpoint. Cause you can always have another kid. Ain't nobody coming above my kid. 
no fucking body, bro. The bond that I have with that little boy ain't no fucking way. Yeah. I love I, my mm. woman to death. She is the best mom in the world. She is the best partner in the world. We make a great team. We're great parents. I love our household. Our household is full of love and, and happiness. And we have our problems just like anybody else or in anything in the world that I would do for her. But if they're both hanging off a fucking cliff and I can only save one, I'm saving my kid. As I, I might be in the minority there, but... You know, the people say, oh, you can always have another kid, but you only have one soulmate. I don't care. And baby, I love you. So don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> don't take this the wrong way. But if I, I can don't only need save you to be one, a soulmate to have a baby. If I can only save one of you, I'm saving my boy, our boy, okay? And you would want me to do that. So, but it's just, man, I'm telling I'm, you. Uh, there, well, and I, I, and just, I was the guy that said, I ain't never fucking having kids. And now I got one. And it's like, yep, that's my whole world. That's my whole fucking world, personality, bro. But it's like, I, I, and I know we delved and did a big circle around this. this yeah, piece. I feel like we should probably get back to music. And I, I, I do apologize. Wanna, I'm sorry. I but, hope you guys take something from this. We don't. Yeah, you know. I just, I just that song. It made me realize there. There was a part of me that already realized, like, had crept in my mind that something's a little off or something needs worked on. But that song, yeah, yeah, seriously. No, I mean, it's just like, wow, This there's certain songs I listen to. I'm like, wow, I might be a piece of shit. No, <laughs> I mean, I'm a very big advocate of, of of your own personal development, and I it's something I've worked out a long time. He and basically wants to be a life coach. You know, at, some, be a point, good life coach. at some point, I, I may be, You'd may be, a good be life the case. Coach. But that song Me, one day so broke. Much. Yeah. <laughs> that song one day broke me down to a point where I was like, there's things I got to work on. So if you guys get a chance, if the listeners get a chance, I don't want to put you in an emotional state by any means. But if you want to listen to a song that'll hit you to your core, potentially listen to Happy by NF. I promise you, Tyler or, promises you, or Rain Kyler, give it a chance. Or rain by sleep. Give Durgan. it a chance, and then rain lyrically. Woo hoo! I, I'm, I, I'm the worst person tangent. to give life advice because I. I'm I like don't a, know that I'm the best. In it I'm like a well-documented dick. <laughs> like I'm terrible about There's documentation. I, I fully, I, I fully admit. Like I listen. I fully admit that I am not the biggest empath at all. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I came from an upbringing of no one cares. Work, work harder. harder. Yep. Yep. Don't be a bitch. Yep. Like that's no one feels sorry for you. I've never in my life wanted someone to feel from. sorry for me. So I, I don't from. feel sorry for anybody out there. Yeah. That's in a situation because of their own because I have put myself in my, in my life I have put myself in situations where I am I, I have put myself in a bad situation and I was never the oh woe is me oh the God hates me that no 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 I did this to myself I don't need sympathy or empathy or help from anyone at all because I did this to me. I'm going to unfuck this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sulk I for myself, myself a little bit. I'm going to unfuck myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to sulk and I'm going to feel sorry for myself for a hot minute. For a and, then bit. and then I'm going to go, no one cares, work harder. Yep, yep. So I, I am ne- like the, the people that are, 
there there's people out there that are just all my I'm I'm oppressed and my life sucks and and no one helps me and all this shit. And I'm like, you know what? We live in the greatest country in the world. You can do something to improve your situation. It doesn't matter if it takes 50 fucking years. You can little by little improve your life. I do not feel sorry for most people in the world. And and like I said, a lot of people think that makes me a dick. And that's fine. I don't care. Mm. Because I, I think that everyone has the ability to do better for themselves. Do better than their parents who did better than their grandparents. Who, <clears throat> you can... You can always do better. If your parents treated you like shit, you can break the cycle. If you're if you if you come from a family of alcoholics, you can break the cycle and be better. If you come from a family of drug addicts, you can break the cycle and be better. Yep. If you come from your daddy beat the hell out of your mama, you can do better. You you can always break the cycle of something and do better. So when, when I think about personal growth and you talk about how happy, you know, kind of makes you think about personal growth, you can, everybody listening out there, you might think that I'm an asshole and that's fine, but I'm, a, I, I come from tough love, right? And that's what I'm trying to convey to you is no one cares, work harder. You can do it. You have it in you. Whatever goal it is that you have set for yourself or you want to set for yourself, you can fucking do it. So yeah, my message comes off as dickheadish, but I promise you it's all in the spirit of you can do it. I don't care how big of a goal or how unattainable it may seem, you can fucking do it. I'm a first generation college <laughs> student in my family. Not a single person in my family graduated with a bachelor's degree from college. Nobody. I'm the I was the first one. I could do it and I did it. I, I no one in my family was making the money that I was making at 25 and now at 28. I did it. I, I worked hard for it. You can do it. You set your goals. You set your mind to something. And always have... I, and Preston, you and I have had this conversation so many times over the past decade or so is goal setting and always always wanting to achieve something more. When you accomplish something, you set another goal. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. always striving for greatness. And And greatness is a loose term. Whatever... An individual defines if if your if your definition of success is working at Walmart and getting a promotion to the head of the technology department making twenty five I don't know what they make but I'm just saying that's your goal in life fucking do it bro I don't care what your goal is work for it set a goal work for it achieve it that's that's my whole thought process with this personal growth piece and it and again it all relates back to lyrical impact and things like that and songs like you know happy for you rain by sleep token uh by your grace by cody johnson we just touched three different genres there there's all something i think that, the bourbon hit us at once hell i haven't been drinking bourbon for an hour and a half so this shit's real people <laughs> buddy it takes half a bottle of bourbon to give me a buzz so yeah, it takes me one fucking glass so Everybody listening out there, if you think I'm a dick, that's fine. But I hope I do motivate you in some sense of, hey, set a goal, work hard, achieve it. And if you're at a low point in your life, you can get out of it. Metal, you can do it. Metal will get you out of metal it. Metal will absolutely get you out of it. And if you need suggestions, reach out to us. We got you. We got plenty of it. So <laughs> so that was a long loop. Long loop. Big one. I apologize. Um, you did say you had one more hot take. Do I you do. want to hit that real quick? Um, maybe a quick one. Uh, uh, we, uh, how are we doing? We're at two hours. 
Oh, okay. Right. Cool. Two and a half is our average. So we haven't talked so. about album of the year a whole lot this year. Um, and we're probably because we're not through it yet. But that'll be super. Eight that'll be months a, in. That'll be an awesome conversation to have in December, though. I can tell you that <laughs> when we're doing season yeah, seven yeah, yeah. by then. So six, just to provide seven. an update, uh, we haven't talked about it a whole lot on this show. We have talked about Invent Animate. Mm-hmm. Um, we've hyped them up quite a bit. Currents. Currents. Um, you got Currents album that dropped Invent uh, Animate. Velomaya. Prada. Uh, was Greyhaven's album this year? No, it's it was Prada. last year. Devil Wears Prada, their um, album. Did you uh, say Velamaya? Velamaya. Yeah. Um, uh, who else? Sleep is Token. Sleep Token. Yep. Um, yep. There's been a lot. Yeah. And then obviously there's more to come with with Polaris. Uh, yep. the, uh, uh, um, Stellar Circuits. Oh, that Stellar. Record. Yeah. Yep. So there's yeah. been a lot of great yeah. records come out. So that just plays into your point more. Go ahead. So maybe it's a hot take. Maybe it's not. But my hot take is that Johnny Booth's most recent album, Moments Elsewhere, thus far, eight months into the year, August ninth. Yep, is album of the year for me. And reason being, I don't know what to categorize them as, and I don't give a fuck. This is a band that's took me, take, taken me, Jesus. Taking you back to Eden? Taking me, oh shit. About a year, maybe year and a half to get into. Um, For years, I thought Johnny Booth was just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh... It's a band I've liked. I've never disliked them by any means, but this most recent album, it's a banger. And I think the reason for me it is album of the year thus far is because it is elements of what I love, but it is different. And then if you go through the album, there are enough songs to break up the monotony of the structured rage that the album is. <clears throat> that is my hot take. Dad? Dad. I can't I can't really disagree cuz this far Johnny Booth's album when it when it dropped, dude. I remember that Friday into going into work. I was like I was telling guys at work like I could I could fucking fight an elephant right now and win. It is that good. There was so much rage to it, but at the same time, it kind of spans several genres. Um, certain songs had you know different elements to it, like the one song had more of that shoegaze. Yep. Uh, they had one song that was very punky. Bright future. Um, they had songs that kind of were closer to metalcore, and then other songs that were closer to hardcore. Um, but the production, the oh production, Jesus! <laughs> Has any other album this year touched it production-wise? Uh, I mean, that is fully released. Maybe Invince album. Maybe, maybe. And Invince, that was my. I wasn't sure where I was going to go with the hot take because Invent Animate's new album to me is fucking amazing and I think Kyler loves it as well. But Johnny Boost, I think it's taken the cake for me thus far. 
And I think when we were sharing it to you, you were kind of in that lull there where you just weren't. Yeah, I, I I can't really comment on this hot take because <clears throat> I was I was going through that lull. Um, and you had I said something about being sick of the down tune guitars. Yeah, like I, I listened to a couple before. songs and I was like, nope, I, I'm good. Yeah. Honestly, and so first, and I actually said before the show, I've I've got to go back. That's what it and is. It's the first few songs that are that way, and then it yeah, opens up. Yeah, I was going to say the first couple yep. songs are pretty pretty well like that down tuned, sludgy, um, sludgy kind of yep. hardcore kind of thing. But then as the album progresses, it it just goes into different yep. elements of of different like subgenres. Sure. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I, I can't really comment on it right now because I definitely, uh, like I said, I was in that kind of lull where uh, I was pretty exclusively podcasting at that point. Um, and matter of fact, I think that Friday I was kind of in a grumpy mood that morning. Um, can't remember why, but I'm pretty sure Probably I was. we woke you up with a bunch of messages. Probably. <laughs> uh, every Friday, no. These, these motherfuckers are up at 4 o'clock in the morning every Friday, so I always wake up to probably 20, 25 messages in the morning when I get up at 6 fucking 30. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm used to that. I don't hear it anyways. I barely hear my goddamn alarm. But um, no, so I, I can't really comment on it from that standpoint because the first couple songs that I listened to, I was out on. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about because this shit's, I've heard it a million times. But it's something that I need to dive back into and, and maybe something I'll do later this week. Um, so I can't really say that. Um, you know, when I think about album of the year so far, I can promise you right now there's nothing that's going to touch this Polaris record. Um, but if I it's anything like it the first two singles, hasn't dropped. Um, that Invent record is outstanding. It is really uh, good, The Currents bro. record for me is incredible. Um, I still am, am super into the new Currents record. Uh, the Sleep Token record. I've only records. downloaded one song from that the, record. Uh, the, yeah, you're not a huge fan Two of Two songs. Um, Remember me and so long. The, uh, the uh, Sleep Token record's incredible. Um, I wasn't super into the Stellar Circuit stuff. Um, but I, I do need to give the Johnny Booth thing a uh, uh, another, another look. Um, now that I'm kind of out of that musical lull, if you will. So I can't really contest or agree. I think it has to be on the right day when that album will hit you. And that's why I struggle with certain music, because I'm like, if it's that good, it shouldn't have to be a certain day. I see what you You mean. know what I mean? Yeah. If it's that good, yeah. it should just fucking hit me. Yeah, mm -hmm. I get you. Um, <clears throat> and I guess it just comes back to musical taste and musical preference. Yeah. Um, But we've talked about that on the show before, how you, and, and I word it kind of, you know, in a jokingly way where you're like, uh, you'll let a song Documented rape you. Dick. I'm no, a well -documented I do. I do like <laughs> you'll let you'll let a certain band rape you. Whether it's the YouTube you community that I that I'm I'm so immersed like, in, you that, could like, listen to that new Avenged it? Sevenfold record enough times that you would like it. Probably not as bad as it was from what I heard. So, but but I there's so many songs you're like, yeah. oh, it took me like six months to listen to it for, or to to get into it. But now it it's just like takes it's certain great. days and time frames. And, and I've never been that guy. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. Yeah. I will say that I will agree with the production standpoint. Uh, the the first couple songs I listened to, their production was in. It put a hole in my fucking chest. Um, but I'll tell you right now, the first couple songs I listened to just and and again, man, I think that Holding Absence's new stuff's better. Um, it's it's going to be. A good I think album, that Invent's new up. stuff is better. Oof. Um, on the record, um, I'm not going to compare Sleep Token to it because they're two completely different things. Sleep Token's kind of on its own island. 
Um, but yeah, I'm going to give it another listen and, and, and we'll, we'll revisit that topic, uh, once I've done that and give it a fair shake. Cause I don't want to be unfair to it. So, um, I hope that you find the day <laughs> and the mood that it hits you, bro, because I need the old lady to give me a little booty before I, is that, I don't know because I, I don't remember being mad or pissed off the day it dropped and losing my cool to it. Fair enough. Okay, well, I in in the spirit of going back to our roots a little bit and doing some of the original segments that we did in you know season one and all that before we were having a bunch of guests on, oh, I, I had another fucking hot take. I'm Bruh. sorry. Save it for the we next can one. save it for the next one. That's You'll forget it. Fine. So I got a band I want to. Talk no, about. I think I okay. think I'll remember it. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Go ahead. So uh, w- you know we we like to do when we get the chance to do. Uh, up and coming band shout outs and I came across one on TikTok the other day that really really kind of blew me away from the standpoint of these dudes are in fucking high school in Wyoming and you already know they're angry I mean Wyoming's cool as fuck but yeah I mean there's nobody I mean I can't imagine that the Wyoming metal scene is pretty you know it's not I'm sure it's not what ours is out here you know Um, the band is called Behold Here's Poison and this is a high school group that is really diving back into um, really old school metalcore. And their vocalist is absolutely fucking insane. I would compare him to a more refined Mitch Lucker from Suicide Silence. Ooh. Um, I mean, the dude... And, and I heard... Uh, one of their songs on TikTok, like the recorded version, I was like, mm, yeah, you can make anything sound good on a record. But then I went and watched some of their their live videos that they have playing like little shows and stuff like yep. that. And I'm like, oh, no, dude's really like that. <laughs> like, he's like that. <laughs> so uh, check out Behold, Here's Poison. They're on Apple Music. They're on Spotify. Um, young dudes, young, young, young dudes. I mean, they look like they're fucking 14 15 years they might be 16 17 i don't know but they, they're young they're like i said they're they're still in high school as far as i know and uh out there doing the damn thing writing writing their own music and and doing it at a really really high level so any chance we get to shout out some young guys out there i'll, I'll take it you'll have to send that to me i will i will you, you piqued my interest as i got you silence. i i figured i would as suicide silence because dude loki like reminds me of mitch lucker like a more like his his high pitch screams are better than mitch luckers Ooh. yeah his gutturals are very similar but his high pitch screams are like better in my opinion than mitch luckers more more refined yep you'll have to send it to i me. will i will um so something i wanted to chat about Real quick, a band I've listened to for about a year or two now. Um, At first, they they seem kind of borderline hard rock, kind of metalcore. Like vocally, uh, the past stuff didn't do a whole lot of screaming, um, but the the musical aspect of it was pretty along the lines of metalcore. Uh, maybe not the heaviest stuff out there, but you know it's kind of heavy. Uh, but they have a new album coming out, and the fuckers released five songs out of thirteen. <laughs> oh Jesus! Bastards. Fuck. But uh, <laughs> the word alive. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Hard reset. Yeah. Yep. 
And I Ooh, have been I vibing I stuff to Slow all burn. five Slow singles they jam. have out there, but like Strange Love Strange has a song. nasty breakdown. What? You don't like Strange Love? Strange Love is pulling. No, I couldn't oh, buy it. Interesting. I haven't given given it enough. That's tries, the one though. with the nasty breakdown, though, right? Mm-hmm. I can't remember the yes. breakdown. Yeah, so like I haven't given, that was, given it enough. That tries. shocked me because that's not what I expected from that band. And when they hit me with it, I was like, "Oh, they're getting heavy now." Okay, I'm in, and I don't know. I, I've just been really enjoying all five singles that they've released. Yeah. I'm really excited for the album. Me too. I wanted to shout them out because I know they're not the most well-known band out there, um, but you know, I've one of the other albums from them I really loved. Let me pull this up real quick. Uh, Monomania, uh, their last album, and then uh, Violent Noise. That's metal as fuck. Violent Noise, that's metal. Yeah, I think one of their songs on that album. I I I I. You won't somewhat, believe the song I have stuck in my head. You I would somewhat, not believe it. I somewhat remember some fucking dad rock song. Close. <laughs> you you had sent a song in the group hate. chat and and it was it was a softer song and you would like come to this realization that like the song doesn't have to be That was forever be, ago. I'm trying to yeah, think of what song that the, was. The song doesn't have to be just this onslaught all the time for it to be a good song cuz this was a pretty softer song uh, where, that you what enjoyed. Was that? And I I want to say it was off of this album that or it was Was uh, it a word of live song? You know uh, what? Yeah, yeah, very well, might It was. Yeah. It was. Fuck. And I don't remember which, I don't remember one, it which was, one it was. But like, you had sent that, and I was like, man, at that time I had already been jamming uh, that album, and I was like, yeah, dude, these guys rock. Um, they're not super heavy, but the music's good. Yep. And um, yeah, I, th- I think anybody out there that that is looking for kind of a change of pace should definitely look into them and um i'm again pretty excited for this album to drop mm-hmm. you know the the remaining fucking seven songs <laughs> fuckers they're probably gonna release another single before it tomorrow drops. yeah <laughs> so if we're doing music recommendations uh we've briefly touched on this band um i don't have any like local or Anything like underground that I've been listening to off the top of my head lately. Um, but one thing I am excited about, due to a little bit of nostalgia, is Dying Wish's new album. And I believe it drops, I think it's November from what I remember. So it's a, it's a little ways away. But if you're into Kill Switch, but with some, uh, with a female vocalist, but some Kill Switch vibes, <clears throat> Dying Wishes, uh, they just dropped a new single. I can't remember what it's called. I don't think it's as good as Torn From Your Silhouette, but it's still a damn good song. And Have the you guitar tunes it in the on chat? It. I think I did, yeah. It's been a couple weeks. Um, Send it again, please. I will. The guitar tones on this album, from what I've heard thus far, are absolutely gnarly and... I am extremely excited for this Dying Wish album coming up. I hate myself right now for mm. the song that I have stuck in my head. What is it? It's from a band that I fucking I got hate. it. I got it. 
If you band can name the hate. band, I'll I got be it. Hold on. A band you hate? Is it? Is Shoot him in down. Yeah, I said a band. <laughs> I said a band I hate, not a band I'm obsessed with. <laughs> so a band that you hate. Is it a Vince No, is not it, no. There's say, like, is it of mice need, and men? No, I don't hate them. I just don't like their new stuff as well. Dance, Gavin, dance. No, I'm trying Do to think hate of bands that no. you hate, man. I know there's a lot of them, but like ah, I wouldn't say it's going to be obvious as soon as he fucking says it. I'll play the song before I say it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> do it. It's the one song I like. Ready? God damn it! Oh Mantis. yeah, let's go, bro. They fucking rage, man. They rage. That's the one song of one Bear Two song I I I like liked enough to where I'm like I want to know how to play that. Dude, Bad Listeners is a jam. Because that's when I first heard that I was like, oh, that's fucking Bad like, Listeners lyrical parts in the beginning, bro. Their one Whew. song is that album is actually so pretty good. metal. It's like uh, some about American Dream, but it's like I'll be banging my head till my that's brain. Bad rots. Listener. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I'll be banging my head. He talks about like. I'll be banging Tell my bro, yeah, bro, yeah, bro. I have that song stuck that in my song, head. I've that had it song stuck in my head story all of my day, fucking bro. life. I've listened to that song ten times today because it's stuck in my fucking head. But anyways, guys, he's coming around on Bear Tooth. Not coming around on Bear Tooth. Uh huh. Coming around Modern like song. fucking Green Day. <laughs> Motherfucker's last name is Shomo. Kiss my ass. He wears a bandana. Legend. Legend. Yeah, he wears a bandana. He wears a bandana like he's like Stephen Piercy from Rat, and I'm like. Mm. He That's shop, amazing. You know he shops at a boutique. Rat is amazing, but they it's not nineteen eighty four. It can be. I wish it was. I'm glad it's not. My life would be even be in even more shambles if that were the case. Same sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> I'd be wearing leather pants and leather socks. Ashless chaps. All chaps are assless, bro. Oh. <laughs> you fucking idiot. I don't ride bikes, so I don't know. <laughs> he said all chaps. <laughs> I love when I hear like, people talk about assless chaps be because I'm like, like, do you know what chaps are? <laughs> it would be more like, hey, these chaps you're have supposed an ass. To, yeah, you're supposed to wear blue jeans under them, right? <laughs> <laughs> we call these booty chaps He's actually what? got an ass covering Hey man these are some assless chaps Like you mean fucking chaps bro like, <laughs> You're not reinventing the wheel here okay? You want to reinvent the wheel You put it in the list God here. the I skies gotta are so blue You mean like the, you know it's the sky bro. I mean I got a great idea We're going to put an ass in a pair of chaps <laughs> Then why would you wear chaps <laughs> Just wear pants. Just bro. wear pants, bro. <laughs> you just created leather pants with fringes. <laughs> oh god. Hey, oh, I, got, god. I got some nice leather pants, by the way. You do. You do. I I only got to ride with them a couple of times. They were too hot. It was. Yeah, I could imagine that. It really sealed in the flavor. <laughs> Here's a lot of duck sauce going on, bro. <laughs> that shit, that shit was like Jello. You could scoop it. I was like, yeah, if I wreck, I'll just I'll deal with the injuries before I do. Like, oh god, these before fans you, are gonna cause before, me to wreck before you deal with all the all the soupage. Oh, yeah. dude, it'd be like a little seat puddle there. Dick cheese, yeah. Well, now that we've grossed out all the listeners to end the show, 
thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. Hope you've enjoyed uh, the three of us just kind of getting back to our roots a little bit, riffing it, doing some old school segments, and we'll we'll try to keep up with that when we get the chance to do solo episodes. So. Uh, Thanks again to each and every one of you uh, guys and gals out there all across the country, all across the world. We appreciate each and every one of you. We love each and every one of you. Uh, make sure you follow us on on all of our socials, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, just search The Screaming Idiot Show or type in at TSIS Podcast. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment um, on many any of the topics that we've we've covered tonight. Uh, we always want to interact with you guys and 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 get feedback. Uh, give us a review. Uh, any kind of uh, wherever you may be listening, give us a review. If you want to give us a one star review, give us a one star review. Any, all feedback is good feedback. So thanks to each and every one of y'all. Can't wait to uh, uh, bring you guys the final episode of season four next week thank you we love you until next time we are the screaming idiots see you next week peace love dove